Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones Season 7, Episode 4, The Spoils of War, or as HBO Go called it, Game of Thrones 64 or something like that. I don't know if it corrected it, but when it first went up on HBO Go for the very first moment, it didn't even have the episode title. It just said, or an episode description. It just said, the next episode of Game of Thrones. But it happened. It was on. We got... We got Drogon kicking some ass in this episode. It was a very exciting end of this episode. The Dothraki finally did something awesome, or we got to see them in action. The promise that the Dothraki were, what we wanted to see, or what I wanted to see from them. Uh, just all around, for me, the best episode of the season. From beginning to end, I was kind of enthralled, had some emotional moments, but also had some just really fun, like, crazy action. But I'm not alone. I have with me again this week, Joe Dirty Locks and Katie Crow. How are you guys doing tonight? Fantastic. Yeah, good, good, good. And, of course, we have the fucking chat. I know, I look very creepy. For anyone watching the uh, the uh, visual cast, I, uh, I shaved, so I look like a creepy guy that would stand in the bushes and watch this episode of Game of Thrones while I'm touching myself inappropriately because, uh, because it's so much stuff I wanted to see in this episode. I... That battle at the end was just intense as fucking hell, but everybody, if you want to get your conversation in here, you can get your voice in. You, we have a voicemail line at 781-990-8509. We also have a call-in line we'll be going to throughout the evening at 657-383-0370. And welcome to the discussion tonight. This episode got leaked a few days earlier. I don't know if uh, Joe and Katie watched it earlier or not, or we're just watching it tonight for the very first time. What? I, I don't need I don't feel the need to uh I want my excitement to be live for uh, for for this. I want it, I want it all fresh. I just don't look for it. If You're... someone like if we were hanging at your house. Right, if I had invited you guys over to watch it or something like that, you would have been like Wh whatever. Sure. No, why not? No, wait, don't. Don't. Stop. Ahmed says I look kind of like Otto from The Simpsons. I'll take that. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Hey, great to see all of you guys tonight. I wanted more Drogon being grounded and fucking shit up. Now we can see that the real power of mass destructions are the dragons. Uh, so... Okay, so let's let's start off. Let's not let's not like bury the lead, so to speak. Joe, Katie, what'd you guys think of the battle at the end? Beautiful, amazing, loved it. It was emotional. I I was on the edge of my seat. I leaned forward, Ooh. so to speak. Yeah. I could almost smell the uh the barbecue. Yeah, smell <laughs> smell the roasted yeah. Lannisters. Uh, smell the delicious. Yeah. They were probably half like disgusted and half like, is that Bob? Oh, Bob smells good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so hungry. I just have to say the Dothraki makeup and like wig jobs, not so great, not so great. But other than that, it was. Yeah, I think visually it was really cool. It definitely took some elements of the Battle of the Bastards. It wasn't the same director. The guy who's doing next week did this episode too. I have his name written in here somewhere. But uh, really good. Definitely, you could tell, took some influence from the Battle of the Bastard, especially in that brawn part when he was running forward. 
but that was the, the difference mm. was in the Jon Snow part in the Battle of the Bastards. It was from behind. You got that first person view. But then you also got that kind of first person view from the Dothraki riding up and being yeah. on the side. It, it looked at times it was video game. At times it was God fucking Zilla. It was Godzilla when uh, they showed when they showed Drogon's face kind of just burning in lines and actually just skipping over Jamie going, wait, 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 that guy's got too much armor. I mean, plot armor on him. Let me <laughs> let me skip over him and burn someone else. Yeah, dude. I, when when uh, Ron had landed on the on the off his horse and got up and started running, it really made me think of the Telltale video game in that uh, Red Wedding scene when your main character had to run through the camp and the and the wagons were floating by. Like, oh oh yeah, we were your we your punch. I, I love them. how Braun, unlike jo unlike John in any situation, Braun's like pushing people away. There's burning people oh, yeah. flying at him. He's like, like get the. <laughs> Fuck away from me. I don't want to fucking help you. If I need to. Yep. Fuck Holy I shit, it that. started early. Morning Mayan Ma Morning Mayan says, best episode ever. $5 super chat donation. Thank you for the super chat. We have a lot of who's Phil. I'm not Phil. I'm Phil's cousin Will. Phil, I fucking threw that old threw that fucking uh, Santa beard guy out. So the ten dollar one that went by. And no, and that and that is Timo as well that said, sorry, can't stay. Have a great stream, you guys. Fuck Danny and Jamie as a Zora high born amidst salt and smoke. Fucking confirmed. So let's do a two spins of the of the of the magic wheel here. Spin number. What do you think, Phil? Did she enjoy burning people or what? Danny, oh, of course, of course, because uh, let's get to that conversation that they have where, where Jon Snow talks her out of taking the three dragons and burning everybody alive. After that, the conversation must have gone, well, I don't think you should do that. That would be bad. And then Danny goes, but I got to burn somebody. I, did, I didn't say don't burn people. I said don't yeah. burn castles. In, castles in, and citizens. In citizens of the people. Yeah. 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 The, the Lannister army's right there. Take your dragons and go burn them. And for some reason, she left the other two at home because budget or whatever no because because she needed to this to guard dragonstone because people are attacking dragonstone but i guess just in case you keep those two dragons there it's not the stupidest thing in the world but i would have liked to see all three dragons ripping shit up those dragons yet maybe they don't it's like true but the, they'll listen to drogon they'll kind of they kind of go yeah. into the alpha in that situation and uh we got oh everybody drink from the mayan everyone out there whether yeah. you're drinking soda or anything everyone take a sip mm -hmm. oh. and and for Timo, who gets a spin of the wheel, we give Timo's Timo's song. Here we go, Timo. Timo's rip. It's Timo's rip tonight. It's Timo's rip tonight. Fuck Sansa. Fuck Sansa. Fuck Sansa. I gotta do a silly, ridiculous dance at some point later. Thank you so much, Timo. Thank you, Martin. Uh, Morning, Mayan. Thank you so much. And we got Stephen Michael Davis. Amazing episode. Wh why did she burn the loot in No More Men? Why did she burn the food? She did burn the food. Was she just getting carried away? I didn't realize yeah, she maybe she didn't food. realize that that was the food store. The cart that Tyrion sees uh, running away and kind of burned, I believe that was the food where Tyrion was like, shit. There was a lot of, there was all, I think all the carts were basically food and supplies oh. and stuff like that. But, yep. Steven, you know, maybe there was food that went other places or was ahead with the gold, but the gold had already made it into the... Uh, Castle. Stephen so. Michael Davis did a $5, $5 donation, spun the wheel, gets a rant, so you get to uh, tell Joe a couple subjects, and somewhere within the evening, when it's organic, when it's natural, Joe, Joe <laughs> no, will, Joe will uh, oblige with a rant. 
And, uh, oh, great great to see everyone in the live chat tonight. Thank you so much for all you guys joining us. We know it's it's been a crazy, for all the people watching this or with the spoil and everything like that, having to kind of, some people having to keep this shit inside, couldn't wait to talk about this episode. Because I, I mean... For action, fun, watching the episode, which right now for this television show, that which is a fucking TV show in its last couple of years and trying to go out with a bang with things coming together, for me, this was one of the most entertaining episodes of Game of Thrones I've, I've seen since, or I'm not going to say since, Bat Battle of the Bastards, uh, that's another one, Hard Home. It was another episode along those lines, and it would be up there in my upper, like, my favorite episodes. Yes. Were there a couple little tweaky things that might bother me? Like, we got, we spent, it, it almost seemed like they were padding out time at points, even though it was a short episode anyway. Like, when we get the two Stark guys just arguing about fuck all, like, like we're, it's like, okay, can we get can we get a few seconds more with Sansa or, or something else here and there? And uh, Brienne. Brienne or so, something like that. But no, we get we get fucking uh we get Jake and the fat man at the fucking front desk being like, Oh, I'm gonna kick your ass. No, I'll kick your ass. Don't tell Sansa. Maybe they they did that to show that Sansa's feared there. And it was it it was a way of implying yeah. that. I but I, I it was authority amongst the men. Exactly, something like that. But, oh, we got Maiden of Darkness. Lots of love to Maiden of Darkness who said, I look a lot younger with uh, shaved and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Thank you, Maiden of Darkness. She also says, Drogo bitch slap that ass. Fuck that crossbow. Okay, okay, so two parts of this. There were I was scared. I was scared. One of the best things I like to do is when I come out here and Joe and I are right about something. Tonight's one of those nights where <laughs> Joe and I were both wrong about two different things. Now, I was going to wait for one thing later, so we'll hold off on what Joe's wrong about. We'll talk about that later tonight. I think everybody knows what Joe I think everyone knows what Joe's wrong about, but we'll get to that later. But I'm wrong, I'm, wrong about, I'm wrong about anyone being able to hit a dragon with that fucking thing. Braun, with zero training, because Braun just picks up and knows everything. He's like Rambo, Sergeant of Arms, or something like that. He just picks it up, and he has perfect aim with it. But anyways, the dragon is a big target. He did hit the dragon, but I like how the dragon, it hurt it for a second, then it's like... Wait, fuck this. Uh, this isn't killing me. It was, yeah. And it Come went on, down and beat the shit out of this thing. How oh, many uh, more of those things are there? I also liked that... Um, well, they only had one in their, in their camp there, which is kind of sketchy, but... It, I, I like that... Uh, when the dragon... The dragon seemed to know what it was shot with and landed in, and... First it burned it and then it whacked it with its tail. Like so now it it at least Drogo is gonna know what to target first. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Dragons aren't dragons. dragons are smarter than people, yeah. right? Isn't that what they? Dragons aren't idiots. And with Brawn and stuff, uh, it's really cool that Brawn has that like Matrix-like speed to be able to yeah. jump out of that. And uh, and twice, twice he dodges dragon fire in that situation. Once in that where he just jumps out at the exact right fucking time, and then when he saves Jamie and gets those two horses killed at the end. Yeah. Where he where he jumps off and he saves horses. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, it was. Bloody Talker says five dollar donation for Bloody Talker. Great episode. Some minor issues with the battle. However, overall fantastic ride for one hour, fifty two minutes. I give it nine out of ten. Side buttholes and two sandwiches. I think that's a good, good, uh, good ranking of it. I, I think there are some minor nagging issues, some, some plot armor, main character bullshit you could point out here and there. But it was a very fucking fun episode of Game of Thrones, and one of the most fun, 
hours or 52 minutes I've had watching this show ever just because of everything come together we get that Aria Brienne fight which some could pick apart as cheesy but I loved every fucking second of it because you actually got to see what Aria could do straight up and Arya gets the blade so she can kill White Walkers now and that's a that's a cool thing and it gave Brienne something to do rather than just sit there and be like brooding or some shit like that I don't know what'd you guys think of that scene I loved it oh I loved it I absolutely loved it absolutely and it shows that Arya still has stuff to learn yeah she got booted in the chest I loved how uh I loved Sansa's response like I'm scared if anybody saw that meme I posted at some point Oh, we get like, just how 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 all these characters have changed, and Sansa just seems to still be this like uh, perspective. Yeah, so different. Yeah. <laughs> Bran has visions. Bran has she visions. She was so pissy about it. She like, uh, Arya can fight, I can't. And, like walked off. Or See, something. I, I don't think know. she. Or was... Arya is stealing Brienne eh, and walked off. It, it, see, I saw that completely differently. Yes, she had a reaction, but so did Arya, and so did Brienne, which was shit. Littlefinger saw that. I See, and I saw it as Sansa looking at it, like, being afraid of what Arya can do. Oh, my God, that kill list is real. I thought she was bullshitting up until that point and kind of just playing with it. And I also think it's funny that uh, Sansa totally wanted to take advantage of that kill list. Who else is on that kill list? Well, you were. I wanted Arya to turn around and go, well, you were at one point, but I took you off the fucking list. Don't get back on the list, Sansa. Uh, yep. Danny Danny Arrington is in the live motherfucking chat. Great to see you, Dan Arrington. Yeah. And someone says, Phil, you motherfucker, you look like a 10-year-old. Oh, Jose, for a super chat donation. Thank you so much, Jose. Let me spin the wheel for you. You were fucking awesome. I appreciate that. Appreciate your super chat donation. You guys are fucking amazing. So much appreciation. And you got bite of a sandwich. I will happily oblige you on a bite of a sandwich in a situation. Yes, Sandra is worried she's on the list. I agree, Sandra. I like that. <laughs> Everyone should be. Shout out to Preston. Yes, yeah, Sandra, Sandra, Sandra's really upset. Toast for Daenerys' victory, says Antoine Thomas. Jade Dragon Melee, $5 donation. Awesome episode. Hope the wheel lands on Joe Rant again. Last episode was, uh, last week was epic. Poison dick. <laughs> Hashtag poison dick side butthole. So here we go, another spin. Another spin. Thank you to everyone. You don't know how much we appreciate the super chat donations. So much. Oh my god. So all I could think of was uh, Robert Baratheon's words to Sansa San Cersei when uh, mm -hmm. talking about a, a Dothraki oh, horde in an open field. Yeah. Anybody who meets forty thousand Dothraki screamers in an open field is stupid. Yeah, yeah. And that's Jamie. And that's Jamie Lannister. Toast to Jamie fucking Lannister. So uh, we also got. Let's go through a couple of like quick points, and then we're gonna open up the phone lines at the beginning before we get into the recap. Da Davos. Davos was hot and bothered by Masande. Like, totally flirting with Masande. Oh, we got another super chat donation by Stephen Michael Davis. Littlefinger's annoyed. All he does is shamble around Winterfell making goofy faces. Joe should rant about Sansa. So spin the fucking wheel. Spin the wheel. Oh, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. I feel bad for Mira Reed. Me too. She should have got another take because that acting take in that scene was horrible. No, I feel bad for her too. She... She uh, she definitely has feelings or emotions for Bran, but Bran is gone, and Bran is a completely different person now. He is he is uh, I'm not Br I'm not Bran now. I am Borg. What Joe? And her brother, like yeah, her brother died saving this kid's life. Like yeah, have have a little emotion, compassion. Like dude, 
fascinating. But, but I am Bran now. I am not Bran. I am Borg. I am I am Lucrutus of Borg. I remember Bran. Resistance is futile, Katie. So much more. So much more. So much more. Oh, we got both take both take drinks, everybody. Joe, toast to you, buddy. Well, hold on, let me get a shot going. Here we go. We got a toast to you. This is for uh, the last super chat donation. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish Bra I wish Bra uh, Bronze ro Brand's robotic transformation didn't happen off screen. I agree, Amanda. I was going to say that later, but that's an excellent point. The transformation that the last time we see Brand before he arrives at Winterfell, right before he touches that tree, he I mean I guess or shows up even at the wall. He's a little bit more emotional and has a little bit more of a personality. Somewhere at the wall, getting a haircut drained all emotion of him. That would have been nice yes. if we saw some of that shit at the, like, not that we had to spend too much time at the wall while Joe tries to take a shot, but, but I just feel like there was some, there was some missing information there in that situation a little bit. In my, uh, in, in my opinion. Phil, the real reason Bran turned Mary down is because he'll marry Elisa Karstark. Possibly. Everybody, thank you so much again for joining oh, us tonight. You guys are incredible. Here we go. We I also... was hitting on it. <laughs> I think she wants Bran. I, I do, too. I do, too. He's a little brother. I don't, I don't think... He's a little no, brother. No, no, no. I'm with Katie on this one. She, she, would, she wanted to see if he was fully functional Android, Joe. No, 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 no. I don't no. think she was... Listen. She carried this. She was totally hitting on him, Kate. For how long? She knows. She knows. She's had to. She's been around that Pekka. She. She's had to help this kid do stuff. Like, come on. She knows it works, Joe. I still she think knows it works. It doesn't work. He can well. warg his penis, Joe, and make it work. Because <laughs> they do have their own. Little yeah. Brain. There is. It's well, its own brain, Joe. They can warg the penis. It happened. I saw it. I did it once. Mm -hmm. You don't want to know how. It was a it was a it was a messed up situation. Yes, it must have been. Danny, anytime, buddy. Anytime, buddy. <laughs> so uh, so okay. So Arya scene was fun. I didn't mind it. It was good to see her f fighting skill and to show that she could possibly take down someone like mm -hmm. the Hound or Mountain. Like you can imagine a possibility. Her and Brienne seem to be of equal skill level in their own stuff. They both got mm -hmm. chances where they knocked each other down. We're gonna talk about this when we get to the recap. But I love her serial Pharrell. Uh, you're a dead girl moment right at the beginning on the first pass when Brienne goes easy on her. She just like gets there at her neck and gives her this look like and I wanted her to say and now you're a dead girl but she didn't say it she said it in her eyes it was understood in Maisie's performance and I, I just thought I thought that was a really well acted scene uh, Cer Cersei and Grand Nagus Zek was really cool uh, Grand Nagus Zek is really hungry for those profits and uh and I thought that was an interesting scene, a lot of foreshadowing in that. I also want to point out at the beginning, because my first time watching this episode, I was like, oh, the gold didn't get to King's Landing. Cersei's fucked. Tarly, yeah, I didn't think it had to. But Tarly at the beginning, and I'm going to replay that scene later, He yep. he's right before the uh, Dothraki attack and Drogon shows up. Uh, Randall Tarly comes up to Jamie right when he asks if he can flog people, and he says the gold made it through the gates of King's Landing. Okay, I missed a little bit. Right, so they must have sent the gold ahead, uh, up ahead. So it was at the front of the column. Yeah. yeah. So it's weird. It, that's not. It's not that that's weird to me, but uh, I that kind of was surprising to me because I didn't expect them to actually get the money. But yeah. but I guess Cersei's actually going to be able to pay that debt. Uh, but uh, but I I could have swore. And they take out a whole new loan. 
yep, take out a whole new loan, get the Golden Company involved next season, uh, which which got a shout out in this episode. Which it's they're not gonna get a shout out like that if they're not gonna show up next season oh. as Cersei yeah. as a, as one of Cersei's forces. So holy shit, that scene was amazing. Great to see again. Great to see Iron. Great to see Jay Madden, Dave B, Rami, Rami, Tabitha, DJ One One, NY Kia, Mary. All of our friends, all of our friends listening to the audio podcast later or listening to the replay on that, please share your thoughts in the comment section below and share and join in the fun. So here See, we I'm, here we go. I'm we get surprised the iron uh, I, like the iron bank is like, yeah, you got our full support, Cersei, as soon as we get paid. But like we know the iron bank hedges its bets. He was they were giving out loans to Stannis and the fucking family. Yeah, I, I was joking about this in one of my other podcasts last week, but I'm I'm no bullshit, Joe. He just reminds me they're they're the Ferengi the Ferengis. They're totally the they don't give a shit. All that matters is profit. They're double dealing. They care in bribes, all that sort of shit. I, that's not just a weird me getting all deep space ninety. It's a good comparison to what these iron yeah, bank guys are like. Really is. He's just, they have the rules of acquisition. I wouldn't be surprised if the Iron Bank doesn't have like the uh, the three, the whatever, however many, I'm not geeky enough to know exactly how many rules of acquisition there are. 870? No, I think it's like 400 something. I, I'm, or maybe I don't want to say that I know how many. Someone's going to say that. Anyways, people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Phil. So Cersei Nine, why was Tyrion at the Daenerys' battle? Because to talk to the Lannisters after the fact, I, 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 I can't quite understand other than to deliver the line about Jamie, you're yeah. fu fucking stupid, fucking stupid, you fucking idiot. I don't, I don't necessarily understand why Tyrion was there. I'm sure it will get explained next episode because I did oh. catch part of the preview for next episode where Tyrion's talking to the Lannisters and helping or just trying to be that, that, that binding force of some sort, I guess, oh. maybe. But I, I don't understand why Tyrion was there. No, it, I can't think of any practical purpose he would serve. So I only that he wanted to see how his brother did. I guess. Yeah, and what did he ride on the back of a uh, Dothraki? What did he ride? Uh, <laughs> like hold on? Was he was he uh, ride like ride on the back of the motorcycle? I want to see that. I want to see how Tyrion got there. Tyrion's there well, because he, can he wants. Well, he ride a horse. I mean, he's not incapable. Yeah, of riding Tyrion's a horse. there yeah. because sure. he wants to be. Two hundred. I'm sorry. Two hundred eighty-five rules of acquisition, Joe. But he's there because he wants to be, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I he was at the at the last battle of the Blackwater. You know, he was. He wasn't necessarily. He didn't necessarily want to be in the battle with uh, against Rob Stark. <laughs> you know, in season one there, or whatever, season two or whatever. But you know, he. Probably wanted to be there. Yeah, I guess so. Like he, he just fucked up big time, you know. He got two two halves of of Danny's army destroyed. Yeah. So uh, I see him kind of wanting to be there, wanting to have a hand in it, wanting to see how this goes. And this was John's idea, probably. Lady Nella says, uh, "Thank you for the show, Phil. Will Car Will Arya?" Uh, yeah, Arya was giving Littlefinger stink eye through the whole episode. And oh, uh, is Littlefinger on Arya's list? I want to say yes, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know for sure. I don't know. Everyone's on her list. 
Dinklage has a great agent. That's why he was at the battle. So someone in the live chat, Tyrion was there. So next week when Jamie gets captured, he can talk Jamie into joining Danny. Anyone find the second most anticipated reunion, Arya Sansa, really underwhelming? I found Arya, Arya Sansa a little underwhelming. I think it was interesting that that Sansa started uh, lecturing her a little bit, like "Don't chase away from the guards. Call me Lady Stark." I know it was a joke, but whatever. I found the Bran Arya moment really emotional, and I found when the three Starks entering Winterfell with the music. Music. Uh, I, I got I got emotional in that part, and when Arya showed up at Winterfell, and was like looking down. But the Sansa Arya one was a little weird. It was a little I weird. Don't, I don't think it was a that joke was at all. I don't think it was a joke at all. Yes, you do. Yes, you do have to call me Lady Stark. And then when she came up and she's like, "You shouldn't have run from the guard." She wasn't joking about that either. She thinks of her sister as the little little fucking rat who runs from runs and doesn't do what she's told so she ran from the guards who told her to wait right there they were supposed to have authority and she she ran from them you know hid i think she was serious about that yeah she shouldn't have run from the and she was serious about yes you have to call me lady stark she was uh she was pulling rank there for a second uh and it, it, I, I, I don't i don't i don't necessarily mind that both take shots again shit or, to, or take drinks so here you go this is for you lady nella thank you so much mm-hmm let me take a shot of my beer, cause I and I'll pour a shot a little bit later. I just think it's interesting you don't express these thoughts about Sansa doesn't have to deal with this twice. <laughs> Analysis of Thrones says, shout out to Davos for continuing the ways of grammar, grammar ma master Stannis with his correction of less to fewer to John. That was a great moment. Oh, holy shit. Das donates $20. Thank you so much. Shots for everyone, chat or otherwise. Everyone in the chat, get a shot if you are drinking. Speculate on not seeing all three dragons because they don't have three riders yet. Discuss and drink. Joe was saying that earlier. Do you think, Joe, do you think the reason why they didn't have all three dragons is you mentioned this earlier because there was no one else to ride it? They don't know anybody right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, and they may have, I mean, they, I would imagine they knew what size horse they were going after, and this, they don't necessarily want to show their whole hand all at once with all the three dragons. You got I mean, that was yeah, pretty, all they needed was Drogon. That was pretty devastating. Yeah. It just Drogon and the Dothraki. Imagine, we, imagine the destruction oh all three of them could cause. Like, why did you like even that, bring the yeah. Dothraki? Just to, just Drogon could have fucking and done that, it. And well, they wouldn't and have had. They wouldn't have even known that that Drogon was coming. He could have just flew up behind the column and burned the whole fucking column. But I think that was part of the point too, because they needed to show that it's not just the dragons that you need to be afraid of. We oh, have man. the dragon and two others in hold. Look at the devastation this one dragon can do, and then the devastation that this Dothraki horde give, can do. Give up now. Afraid on yes. so yes. many fronts. Give up now. And I think that was what this yep. was very much about. Wow. So th thank you so much to everyone that donate donating right now. Uh, das, uh, Lady Liel, all of our super chat donating. You guys are fucking amazing. Already getting me a little buzzed. So we're buzzed. Let's get into it. Let's. Uh, the director's name was Mark Shakeman, by the way. He did an amazing job in this episode. Definitely, he's a television vet. I think he's done. He's done a lot of shows. I was looking at his uh, IMDb a little bit. He's done like a lot of really good shows. I want to say he did a couple of episodes of Fargo. Uh, like he's direct. He's he's made his way around the scene. I, I think this was his first Game of Thrones episode. But he's a uh, like a television t like a TV directing veteran. He also is directing the next episode too. So uh, so it. So let's go to the phone lines. Let's take our first call uh, before we get into our recap. Let's take a call from area code 
224. Area code 224, what's your name and what's your question? Yeah, this is Dion. How are you doing, Phil? Doing awesome, dude. How are you? I'm good. I love your show. And uh, my question is, uh, do you think that Braun is an SS for the uh, the North and for Danny? Uh, he might know everything that's going on in the South. Do, do I think that Braun isn't going to be an asset for the North uh, with everything going on in the South? Yeah, do you think he's an asset? And do you also think he can find out what Cersei's up to? Brand. Oh, Brand. Oh, okay, I thought. Sorry, I got Braun on my mind. I yeah, think. Brand. I, I think Brand. Yeah, absolutely. I think Brand is gonna be. I was like Braun. Yeah, I think he's gonna totally fuck Cersei. No, uh, but I think. But Brand. Yeah, I think he's gonna be an exceptional asset, asset for the North, not just for the Night King, but just because. But as for Cersei, I don't think so because I don't think he's going to give two shits about that. I think it's going to be beneath his time. I think he's just going to be an asset to kind of keep track of the White Walkers and be on an inside force on that and be able to kind of see anywhere and help uh, strategize battle plans for Jon. So. And for Arya. And for Arya. And for everybody. He's going to be oh, yeah. he's gonna be the battle commander. Ex excellent. Right. So there you go. Yeah, he's going to be an asset for the for the north against the south because he just gave Arya the dagger he's going to go. She's going to go fucking slice Cersei up with. And the mountain. <laughs> or, the, or the mountain up with. Or whoever else is on All the list them. that she gets to go slice <laughs> up with that fucking dagger. Oh, that's... Like it's such a great weapon for her to have. Like, oh, perfect. it's perfect. Cat's it's perfect. Paw. Needle in, in the name of it is in the name of it. Cat's paw. Right? Yes, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it is. But awesome caller, man. Thank you so much. Thanks. Oh, sorry, sorry. I I got I I I clicked the button quickly. But dude, thank you so much for calling in. Excellent call. Let's get let's get Jay in on here, Joe. Let's get let's see what Jay has to say. What's going on, Jay? Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it right, going, I got a couple of things. Do it. Arya didn't run from the damn guards. Arya could have killed those guards. Arya is, the guards are lucky that she didn't get pissed off enough <laughs> to put them on the goddamn list. That's one. <laughs> Two, why should she have to do anything they say? You do realize she's Arya Stark, Joe. She's the lady of Winterfell. She has, they have to listen to her, okay? So you're wrong about that. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, go on. Uh, for, uh, 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 sorry, Phil, but you're also wrong because Brienne is not on Arya's level. Arya bested Brienne. Arya, Brienne got one kick on Arya because she got she surprised her with that one kick. For the rest of the time, Arya was dodging her with her hands behind her back like it was nothing. Fair. Okay, Arya's level is way above Brienne. Also, Tyrion was there because of the fact that Danny was pissed at him, and she did not fire him, and she really wanted to see if he could go through a battle and be killing his actual own people because her, her faith in him was wavering because she realized the Lannisters are her family, are his family, I mean. So, and also, he is the hand of the queen, and I don't know how we got there. He's the hand of the queen, so he probably had a horse, or he flew in with Danny, and then Danny dropped him off. Bam! Okay? Bam! Jay, bringing it tonight with fire! I like Jay's fire tonight. Killing it! Killing both of us. I love it. I love yeah. it, Jay. Keep up the awesome work. You're a fucking great caller, Jay. I love you, dude. Love you. Spin the wheel for Jay's phone call. I agree. I agree. Jay deserves a wheel spin for his phone call. 
I, I take one exception. Katie, give it. I love when you take exception. Do it. Only that Brienne was holding. I mean, they may have both been holding back at first, but Brienne was definitely holding back. Once the music kicked in, I don't think either of them were holding back. No. And I think that was when yeah. the real fight was on. Yeah. And I think they got, they purposely did that moment where they both could have got the final blow. But I agree. Mm. I think Arya, Brienne, if Arya wanted to kill Brienne, Brienne would never see her coming. And would get and would get her get her once she yeah. takes her armor off. Arya would be like hiding in a bush, and then would take the armor off, and would be like, "You're dead. You're dead." Yeah, it wouldn't be a fight like that unless Arya wanted to have some fun. Right. Exactly. Arya would never. Exactly. Unless it's a sport or something yeah. like that. So let's take area code three three zero. Area code three three zero. You're on the show. What's going on? Hello. Area code three three zero. Hello, Phil. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, hi. Hi, what's going on? What's your question? Um, um, I wanted to say, I wanted to ask you guys, have you seen that video of the leak of um, season seven, the last episode? Um, no, and please don't say any leaks. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. But he'll probably go looking okay. for it as soon as we're done with this. You have given <laughs> but, but, it was interesting. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't. I hang. It was. It was interesting. Uh, I'm not. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm. I just put you on mute for a second. Uh, but I just want to be very careful for no no uh, leaks or anything like that. But but I will definitely watch that. And we and we Joe and I did do a spoiler leak episode. If you want to listen back and hear that kind of stuff. Uh, we, we did one talking about all the potential leaks, and if you want to join our Discord group, there is a leak group that feel free to talk about any leak stuff in that. You can just join the Discord if you find the description box below. But I have to be I have to be extra careful of such mm. bullshit. So uh, so okay yeah so uh, that's what I'm thinking too. But there's yeah yeah there's some yeah there's some interesting stuff. So let's take area code seven five seven. Area code seven five seven. Hello. Oh, it's broke. It's it's BBM. Oh, I can hear you, broke. What's going on? We got broke black man on the live oh, chat. What's going on, buddy? Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. My opinion. I think we did good tonight. I mean, the, I wanted to congratulate the Targaryens. They took down the Lannister and the Tyrells. Oh no, this is it. This is Antoine. This isn't broke. This is Antoine try. Smith. Welcome, Antoine Smith. This isn't broke. How's it going, buddy? You, you guys have similar voice. This isn't broke, Blackman. This is Antoine Smith. I just Antoine Thomas. Excuse me, Antoine Thomas. <laughs> Antoine Thomas. Sorry, Antoine Smith. I was thinking of the Patriots running back right there for some reason. Ant, Antoine Thomas. Close. Welcome, buddy. Close. No, it's not BBM. Yeah, I'm sorry. If Joe and Katie there, I want you to raise your glass and bend the knee to the Targaryens on live chat right now. Here we go. Here we go to Danny for kicking some ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my drink to. I'm gonna raise my fucking drink. I will raise my drink in honor of all those poor innocent horses. Yeah, <laughs> dead dead horses, dead horses. Fire of blood, baby. Fire of blood. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm glad for both Danny and I'm glad for both Arya. Arya did embarrass Marjorie Tyrell's favorite soldier. Now that Marjorie's in the next world, she's like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> Antoine, great stuff as always. We will talk to you soon. I get a message from you later. So, sorry, uh, but Antoine is amazing. Sends us some hilarious stuff. And Antoine is one of our one of our best uh, FOP members. Lots of love to Antoine. I've defended both of these in front of this. Area code 347. You're on the air. What's going on? Hello? Hey, what's going on tonight? Hi, how are you guys? It's Linda calling from New York. Hey, Linda, what's going on tonight? Um, not much. Well, we all know the Dothraki versus Lannister. That was amazing, of course. But I do have to call BF at the um save with Jamie at the end, yeah. like charging up, and then Bron just happens to be there, and it's just do, like, do, 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 do. like slow motion, yeah. timing you could ever oh, think of. Bank, huh? yeah. Sorry. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was it was ridiculous. We needed this Matrix slow motion moment there, right? That we did the do 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 do. Cause and that was twice yeah. that the dragon fire. I mean, that dragon fire is quick. He would have been fucked. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Seriously, like, if it was if we were sticking to real, if this was real Game of Thrones, then Jamie would just be dead. Like that would be it. No, absolutely. You know, we'll absolutely. just move on. But anyway, that's fine. Um, but what I really want to talk about was some of the other like nuanced scenes. I I think Joe mentioned it before that scene with um, Littlefinger and Sansa, and I know there was like some um, disagreement between uh, what Joe thought and what I'm so sorry. I I think it's Katie. Yes. Yes. Yay. Okay. Yeah, and what you guys <laughs> thought because um, I I tended to agree with what Joe analyzed, which is I saw what I what what that brought me back to was. Back in season one with Sansa being just like the really spoiled little girl. And I feel like Littlefinger knows Sansa a lot better than she thinks he does. Yep. Because he knows like deep down inside, she's still that spoiled little girl who's jealous of like her other siblings because they all have talents and she doesn't really have all that much <laughs> going on. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> And so he kind of just knows that I think he's kind of hoping that the Stark children was self-sabotage because of Sansa and, you know, her jealousy towards her other siblings. Now that she's just yeah. finding her footing, it's like, oh, here comes Arya. And she gets along better with Brienne than, than, you know, she herself does because they're more like-minded. Like their personalities are, you know, they're like the tomboy girls of, of their time. And so, of course, they're going to click um, a lot better than she does with Brienne. So I feel like oh, here are my siblings come, and, like, where's my identity again? So I feel like she's kind of going through that, and Littlefinger is kind of smiling knowingly because he knows that, like, Sansa's this way, just like he knew, you know, her mother, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, and, and what, so, I, don't, I don't know if you could see Joe is dancing to your dancing to your uh, voice right there. He's doing a little dance and uh, loving every second of what you were saying tonight. So uh, awesome fucking call. Awesome fucking call and awesome stuff. Great to talk to you. Definitely feel free to call back anytime. Awesome. Have a good night, guys. You too. Uh, amazing call, Linda from New York. Let's go to area code 832. Love it. We got so many callers right now. We're going to kind of stick with the callers for a little while before we get into our recap of the... Oh, wait. Now you can't hear me. We're going to stick with the callers for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't just me. Yeah, no. You're like, what the, what the fuck are you saying, Phil? No one, everyone was happy. Collectively, the world sighed a re sigh of relief that I shut up for a fucking second. So uh, so let's get to area code 832-832. What is your name, where are you calling from, and what's your question? 832. 
Hey, Phil, Joe, Katie. Uh, my name is Jason calling from Houston. Hey, I have Jason. I a two-part question. Do it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, Joe can answer it. I would love that. Okay. And my first part would be, I don't know, I missed it. Maybe I was not running the, what you call, subtitles. Did all the Lannister soldiers get killed in the, you know, the dragon fire? Go ahead and say or yes. was just part of it? And did the gold already got delivered in the, I mean, to hmm. King's Landing? Good question. Awesome, que awesome. Done, right? awesome question, man. Thank and you the so second much. part would be, yeah, sorry, I mean, the second part would yep. be, uh, little thing I know he's acting like a bitch and, you know, <laughs> he's not, not up to anything. Yeah, he's not up to anything and I know he's not Joe's favorite. But, I mean, he would be up to something. And then the cat's paw is up this episode, so maybe he's gonna die, or maybe someone else is gonna die, and chaos is gonna be a letter. Ooh, okay. Oh, awesome call, buddy. What do you think about that, Joe? We're gonna we're gonna sh uh, let you answer those questions for our amazing caller. Thank you, eight eight two. Great call. Yeah, I, well, I definitely the gold was definitely through the city gates, and there was Texas in the house breakdown at the front of the column. And you don't, if there was an ambush, the back of the column wouldn't be able to get there in time to back up the front. So they had to hurry up and like pass them by or something. But that was, it was all too late. And the Dothraki attacked. But the gold made it into the city. So the bank's getting paid. As far as whether or not all the Lannister army or military is dead there, I'm going to say Probably. at least three quarters of them, right? And whatever didn't die is getting taken. And that's not maybe just the Lannisters, but also the uh, Tarleys. You know, so there was quite a big, uh, devastating I mean, yeah, blow that, to that to that force there. That dragon has some breathing and fire capacity. Yeah. So they, yeah, he took out columns. And whatever so. wasn't uh, killed is definitely now. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely now prisoner, and. They better bend the fucking knee. Not dead. I mean, just imagine how many soldiers have like. Skin sloughing off their body. Oh, that's gonna be. Imagine this. Joe, you you armor was cooking them. You said it earlier. Imagine the smell. Horrible death. That's why, and that's why. See, maybe you know that's why the North in the first place they saw what happened to these other armies, and the king in the North originally back in Aegon's day was like, you know what? I'm not gonna let that happen to my people. Because it's bad enough for the ones that die in that dragon fire, but the ones that live through that dragon fire mm -hmm. are not going to have happy lives. Their families yeah. are not going to have happy. It's not going to be worth it for my people. I'll bend the knee. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's great. It's devastating. That's to see huge. That. Yeah. yeah, you want yeah. me to suck that dragon's dick? I'll suck the dragon's dick. <laughs> Whatever you want me to do, I'll fucking do. I just don't want to face that dragon fucking battle again. Please? Yeah. I mean, please? And, and cat's paw, yeah, that's definitely getting used on someone. I hope that it gets used on Littlefinger himself. Jack, you're never late. You're and just on time. Everyone, Hannibal, why doesn't Randall Tarley go to Old Town and get his sword back and give Sam a spanking? I hope they do complete that. Janelle says the other dragons are only contractually obligated to a barbecue, plus the last two episodes of the season, says Janelle. Great yeah. point. Dylan says I could have sworn I saw Lord Tarley burn in this episode. Did you see that too? I missed that, I'm but I'm but I'm sure he'll. I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking for it on my rewatch. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. 
yes. I'm gonna say yeah. Ashes to ashes, ash to ass, sluts to dust. <laughs> great, Mike. I don't know. I don't know. That's a fucking great uh, alliteration there, Mike. I love that shit. You guys are in the fucking chat. Are amazing. I. You guys are so fucking hilarious. Uh, Norseman says clean shaven. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna grow it back now till the end of the season. So uh, I had to get in my creepy, creepy hide in the bushes and the. Uh, Petter face here. Hey, everybody. No, bright face, dude. That that bright face is getting noticed in the bushes, dude. It's true. Unlike it's true. Aria's little round yeah. cute face. Oh, she's so cute. Is she? We no, have. Getting used. I, I want to know. She she knows that she saw Littlefinger and her father planning something, right? Back in season one. No, she's she knows Littlefinger scum. She was and, giving and him fuck you eyes. Was working with, Tyr with yeah. Tywin yeah. at Harrenhal and making plans. She yeah, she, yeah, she she was there. She I was there. Say that he yeah. is definitely on he's that got he didn't she add him on this list? Someone who's better with remembering shit than uh Joe or I because we're fucking hippies. Do you uh please please let us know? Is is Littlefinger on Arya's list? If not, he's getting added and he's fucked. The way Arya was looking at him was I am gonna fucking kill you. You're manipulating my sister looks. We have so many phone calls right now. I wanna oh we got Dash who does Five more bucks on Super Chat donation. Pod keeps getting trained. Who does he take out? Uh, I think he wants... I think he's Braun. a... Tr you think he takes out Braun? I think he oh. ends up marrying Arya because he was giving her I love you eyes when she was knocking Brienne around. <laughs> he was like, I love you, babe. Marries Mira. Steven says, Phil, answer $20 donation for Steven. Answer my call. Let's take shots together. Steven, I will get to your call. <laughs> fuck, fuck this shit. Here we go. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. We're we're gonna we're gonna hesitate on our recap a little bit and try to take some more phone calls because we really do appreciate all you guys calling in and we want to get your voice in the podcast. So so let's uh, take a few more calls before we get into our recap. This is from area code four seven nine. Area code four seven nine. Here you go. Uh, what's going on, area code four seven nine? Yo. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yo. Yo, what's happening? How's it going, buddy? What's it, who are you? Where are you calling from? I'm Jay Pleaser, man, from Van Buren, Arkansas, man. Dude, good to talk hey, to you. Man. Good to talk to you. What's your question or comment? Uh, I got a. Uh, I don't know if I got a question, but I definitely got a comment. Do uh, it. It's your show. Take over. Katie May, when Joe was so uh, uh, elated and. Exhilarated about uh, the the comment the, the girl made about Sansa about not having zero identity. Being Joe, I'm I'm with you a million percent. Uh, <laughs> Katie, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, the, the big thing the big thing about that is uh it, it's almost like Littlefinger may end up getting Sansa, you know, and and it's it's like if if that's the case, then it's almost like how the hell did Joe get Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're in Arkansas. I'm out. Dude, awesome stuff. You're the man. You're the man, dude. I love you, Joe dude. MVP. You're dude. You rule. Great call. <laughs> Great call. Sorry, I, I cut you off at the end. They have a great fucking call. You get the fucking Timo Award of the Night for the for the call of the night. This is for you, buddy. Yeah. It's Timo's written the night. See, the Timo's rent of the night could also work as it's like sponsored by Timo. This rent of the night is sponsored by Timo. Timo's rent of the night. It's Timo's rent of the night. It's Timo's rent of the night. It's Timo's rent of the night. 
Oh, uh, see, this is why. I would, see, I love taking calls. You guys are fucking amazing. Thank you so much. Let's go to <laughs> let's go to area code eight. Oh wait, wait. Oh, wait. The most disturbing part again in this whole song is it's it's I'm going go Ramsey, go Ramsey, snow at the end there. That's 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 that, that's disturbing on so many fucking levels. So uh, so let's let's go back to the phone lines. Let's clear the phone decks here. Let's go to area code eight zero five eight zero five, and and I also owe Steve a spin of the wheel. No. Area code eight zero five. You're on the air. Who are you? Uh, where are you calling from? And what's your question? Phil, Steven, from out here in California, brother. Steve, great to fucking talk to you, man. How are you doing? How are you guys doing? Hey, hey, Joe, what's up, man? Katie, I'm doing well, man. How you doing? Good. Good, man. Good. What a freaking episode. Dude, so much so, so much fun. <laughs> I love watching what burning I, uh, things. I, I want to get your Oh yeah. What, go, oh sorry. What was, what was your question? No, I just want to talk about Arya. She kind of stole it in our household over here. I got my wife over here, Lori and my son Mason were watching the show and uh they're both totally hooked, but uh Arya, they kind of did they did a good job humanizing her a little bit i think i mean she's smiling a little bit having fun with Brianne. i just thought that was really cool to bring her back a little bit now she's home i just want to get your thoughts on that and what do you think is going to happen next week as far as they're going to be setting the table for everything in, in six or some, some yeah. stuff going to go down in winterfell awesome great great call and steve it's awesome to talk to you buddy great great stuff thank you so much steve, you got for it, all man. the support you, dude. you got it uh, for for Aria, I I agree. I think it being around home and being back in situations is making her feel. Even seeing hot pie a couple of weeks ago is starting yeah. to center her a little bit. I think she is the ultimate balance right now of her of being Arya Stark and using the elements of the no one. Excuse yeah. me. I think finding out that Jon Snow, I think this is the best thing that could happen to Arya. And she's just going to be such a great general lieutenant, whatever you want to call her, for Jon Snow in this final battle. I think she, you, she has a Valyrian steel dagger now. She can kill White Walkers. And she imagine her in a fucking, the way she can fight in that final battle or whatever, in a big battle against the White Walkers, just going fucking yeah. ill nana, fucking psycho crazy, like killing a bunch of fucking ice zombies. She would be insane in that situation. Situation as as one of John's uh, one of John's forces, and once Sansa wakes the fuck up, she's gonna realize that her Queen's Guard or her fucking nor uh, Northern of the no she shouldn't be scared or intimidated by Arya. She'd be like Arya, Arya's on my fucking side. I have that and Brienne. Those two want to support me. Fuck Littlefinger. Why am I listening to Littlefinger? Piss off. And on Littlefinger for a second, why hasn't he left? What the fuck? Once he heard that from Bran, we'll get to that in the recap, but once he heard that shit from Bran, the chaos is a ladder thing, and Arya's eye fucking him, why is he there? What was that? Who did Baelish say that to? The so cha that was a, chaos a is a ladder? He repeated, right? Wasn't it, to, wasn't it to Varys? I thought that's what I'm vaguely remembering. Was it to was it to Varys? when they were standing in the throne room like yeah what well, was it people can correct me if I'm wrong which I'm probably wrong and people in the live motherfucking chat there's some people in there that would probably know better than me I'm not sure exactly when he said that oh K Rich Critch call back to the chaos is a ladder call back to Arya and the guards in season one call back to Mance being too proud to kneel just a fucking great episode. In in general. K. Rich, thank you so much for your Super Chat donation. You are amazing. We got both take a drink, so I'm going to sip on that for the last one. 
Oh gosh, that's fucking amazing. And we also got another super chat donation. Holy shit, from Al. Red Sox fan, one of the great guys out there. Lots of love to Al, Red Sox fan. It was to varies. People were saying it's to varies, varies, varies. I'm on. Uh, Al, Red Sox fan said, Phil and Joe and Katie, best YouTube channel for fan friendly. This is the channel to support. Thank you, Al, Red Sox fan. You are amazing. Uh, fucking crazy. K Rich, you got review commentary cast of your choice. So, K Rich, send me a private message on Discord or an email at igotissuesman at gmail.com and let me know what you want me to either do a live watch of or a review or a uh, podcast or live stream of. Uh, you let me know and you'll get it. Al Red Sox fan, fucking crazy. Brand said chaos is a ladder, a previous little finger quote, quote, Baelish, chaos isn't a pit, chaos is a ladder. Oh, shit. Uh, so, Katie should make her own YouTube channel because I want to hear her opinions. Love Phil and Joe, though, but I want to hear more of Katie. So, Katie. I know, it's tough to hear me over Phil and Joe. It is. Uh, Kate yeah, I, I absolutely say she should start her own channel. Let you guys hear it a little bit more so I don't have to. Oh, okay. So, speaking of which, so let's take this. Katie, we're going we're gonna to address this caller to you. <laughs> Katie, this is area code 715. Area code 715. Who are you? Where are you calling from? And ask Katie your question. <laughs> What's up, Phil? It's the Madcap. Okay, my question for the lovely Katie Crow <laughs> is: Did you did you see Dickon had a little bit of the Tarly cowardice in him? And um, before you answer that, I just everybody was so pumped up about the battle. It was awesome. But I think Danny really screwed up because they lost a lot of numbers. Granted, they were burned, but that's advantage White Walkers. I mean, so, you know, they even said they only have less than 10,000. So, granted, you got to do what you got to do. She could have just burned the food supply and got the hell out of there. So, I'll take my call off air. Love you guys. Later, Joey, you grumpy bastard. <laughs> Thank you. No, no way, but that was for Katie. Katie. Yeah, I do agree. I I would say it's probably anxiety, Sorry, perhaps environmental from, you know, dad's loving care of his children. And you could see it a little bit in Dickon, too. And he, he did stab uh, someone in the back to save a life. Yeah, he saved he saved Jamie's life. He definitely yeah. did. To Dick on giving everyone an LOL, LOL moment at his stupid fucking name. Uh, dick on. So, dick on. So let's take another well, call. Oh, what were you saying? Say that I don't necessarily think it wasn't that when they said in this episode when they were talking about the ten thousand troops. I think they were talking about the troops in the north at the at that time. Yeah, they have not Danny's troops. Them. Right, yeah, the truth. It was John talking about how many troops he has, and that's what that was the line that Davos gave the uh, the Stannis grammar Nazi thing back. The, uh, the so, and we're not, we don't really know how many uh, Dothraki ended up getting burned in, in any. Of that. No, I mean, but but ultimately, the Dothraki definitely got the better of that fight. We'll say if there yeah. was that the Dothraki lost a very small percentage comparatively, but I mean, with the dragon fire, as as exacting as Danny thinks she could be. Some Dothrakis had a gone. Yeah, some yeah. Dothrakis must have gone burned too. They seem to have accepted that though. Like yeah, they're they, cool. They're 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 Klingons. Their, their, yeah, they're like, they're Klingons, Katie. The, to, the spikes, yeah, so yeah, everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, no, today so with a Dothraki, today is a good day to die. Yeah, it's they they don't care. <laughs> they they're, they're Klingons. That's fine. That's Klingons. Yeah. 
dick on song on the voicemail. Oh, it was a dick on song on the voicemail? I can't wait to get to the voicemails at the end of the night. So area code, uh, check it out. Hey, check it out. Oh, I gotta get to these voicemails. Uh, so area code 985, let's take this call. Area code 985, what's going on tonight? Hey guys, it's uh, Draven from Louisiana. How's it going, Phil, Katie? Doing, am, doing amazing. Doing right? doing, yeah, we can hear you all right. What's going on, dude? What's your question, comment? Sure. Uh, quick comment and a question. Comment is, I think Brian and Jamie are never going to hook up. I think Podrick is working on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> wearing Brian down. Playing the long game. <laughs> Playing the long game. My lady. Oh, yeah. I mean, she is beating him down. It's only a matter of time he turns the tables, and, you know. Uh, comment, though, my question, sorry, is... Brand's going like tactile, telekinetic, seeing everything. So my question is, is he seeing things or is he fulfilling his role as the three-eyed crow? Hmm. So my question is, what if the long night hasn't happened yet? What if he started telling the story a long time ago and the long night is happening now? Because we're only finding evidence of it now as the story goes forward. There's no proof in the past. Just the stories are like passed down. Hmm. So did that happen? And the long night is actually happening now for the first time. Interesting. And that's why it's so important to get everybody together. But I'm going to get off the air. But love y'all guys. Catch y'all later. What's your drink? Cool. <laughs> D- cool. Cool. Cool call. I mean, I think that connects with the brand time traveling. All is the three-eyed raving. Brand is the Night's King. That's all those fucking shit like that. That I must admit, that's a little beyond beyond me when it comes down to it. What I think about it is. Whether that ends up happening deeper along in the storylines with the books and all the inter- I don't think on the television show they're going to go down that route. Things are going to be a little bit more simple where it comes down to it. Uh, but uh, that that is that is some interesting stuff. Joe, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, no, you said that I, what you said. <laughs> what I said. Oh, thanks, Joe. <laughs> You're not the best color man in the league for nothing, Joe. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the ticket. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> so, air, I love you, Joe. Area code 480. Area code 480. What's going on? Hey, Phil. How's it going, man? It's going great. What's going on tonight? Who's this? This is John from uh, Pittsburgh. How's it going? It's going great. So, so, I just, there's one thing that caught my ear, and I apologize because I missed the first part of your broadcast. I'm not sure if you guys touched on it, but. It was very slight when uh, when the guy from the Bravos Bank and uh, Cersei were talking when they were looking over the map of Westeros, and she said that her goal is to take over the Seven Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he had said something about the fact, or she said that the, uh, her maester or hand or whatever had uh, contacted the Golden Company, and the guy said, "Yeah, I know him really well, yep. and that he had gotten a lot. They've gotten a lot of things back for him." And she goes, "Good, I need." And you get something back from me. Do you? Re- I mean, it wasn't Dava or uh, Dario part of the Golden Company, and does that mean that he might be uh, paid to come over and bring Tyrion back? Mm, and there might be like a big old yeah. Danny Tyrion uh, thing going on there. And uh, I'll take that comment out there, man. Thanks. Awesome. You guys do a great, great job. Thank you very much. Oh, you did an awesome job too. Great call, dude. And have an awesome night, Joe. What were you saying? Uh, is it Dario's the Bloody Company, or he, he was the Second Sons? Second Sons, that's it. Second Sons. Uh, that could be interesting that Dario could come back in that kind of context. I don't in know. The, in Oh, well, Joe, go. In the video game, they use the, the Golden Company is used in the video game. Mm-hmm. In the Telltale game. Yeah, they uh, are. Chapters. Mm-hmm. Which tie in very like perfectly with yeah it's it's uh, you've talked about that a couple times and people might people might be whatever but no if you haven't seen the video game it 
it's sir, it's set in the television show universe. Hmm. And it definitely, it doesn't necessarily add like something you have to watch, but it definitely adds a couple of elements here and there with back background noise. It's not the best video game, but it's it's a good watch. It's fun. It's fun. It, it, yeah, it, as far as video games go, yeah, there's not much action, but you'll find yourself like it's like watching a cartoon episode of yeah. Game of Thrones light, like Degrassi the junior years or something yeah. like that. It's like watching it's, it's what not it's that light either. It's no, it's no, not. what I mean, Remember like episode yeah. one, how, how the first, how come on, people hate when I, pe some people hate when I maybe go on a Star Trek ramp, but what I mean, it's, it's like watching that episode <laughs> of Star Trek, the next generation, lower decks, and you're watching the little guys in that situation. Instead of following data and Picard, you're following ensign shit fuck yeah. and douchebag, uh, Forrester and the stuff, minor house, the yeah. minor house and stuff. Das. Another donation, $25 Super Chat donation, because I won't bend. Emo brand will be revealed as every brand stock. This connects to the caller's point. There's ever been future or past motherfuckers. See all, <laughs> I added the motherfuckers. See oh. all, did all. Built the wall, <laughs> built the tower. Crypt is now home. Take the fucking bow, you miserable. Spin the wheel for DOS and drink, says Q. Q, I do anything you say. Spin the wheel! The wheel is being spun. So let's take one more. Pre-Eyed Pro is brand the builder. And you got, oh, Das, you got a very good one. Everybody, I don't care where you are, whether you're listening to this podcast and you have a glass of water with you, this is for Das. Let's everybody pick up whatever drink you got in your hand. Let's toast to Das for the Super Chat donation and to everyone listening to this audio podcast. Try to join us live on Sunday nights at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time right after the episode airs because the motherfucking chat is the best people in the world and you get to call in, talk to us, get your voice in the podcast too. But you can also leave voicemail 781-990-8509 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If we don't get to them on this show, I'll be doing a feedback show on, mm -hmm. is it Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday night at 9 p.m. I will be with Azora Hype this week, Kyle. Um, we will be doing... <laughs> taking questions yeah great name we will be uh we'll be taking questions this week so if i don't get to any of your voicemails kyle and i will get into this week and then the week after that i have uh king mckay will be the guest on the feedback show and the week after that tony teflon so those are our th next three weeks and then the final week of the season joe dirty locks will be my feedback guest so uh so those are the last feedback guests uh for the remainder of the season also have to thank the walking david nick from history buffs and uh, uh and of course rorist for joining me on the feedback shows earlier in the year we might have a couple more podcasts with some friends here and there popping up but that's the uh that's the schedule for the feedback shows for the remainder of the season yeah, I did King McKay too, and I haven't heard him on many live streams, so it's going to be cool to do a live stream with King McKay. He often pops in here in the live chat, so it'll be good to get him. I see a lot of people on hold right now. We will get back to the calls. Let's take one last call and then get into the recap. So uh, area code 908, 908, what's going on? Oh, dude, thank God. I was actually off, uh, on your show, season five. I can't, it's awesome to be back. Dude, good to have you. Great to have you. Yeah, just have a question. Where is Gendry? Like, I know he's not the most popular character, but I can't stress I want to see this guy, like, wield a Valyrian steel warhammer and just crack some White Walkers. Mm -hmm. Like, I know he's been hinted at. I know people have seen him at the filming sites for, other, for the Game of Thrones, but, you know, just what, do you guys think he's coming back, or yep. do you think he's just uh, 
they wrote him off. I do, excellent question. I definitely do think he's going to come back at some point. I don't think he's written off. The, it's too there's too much build up to him. He will be here this season at some point. I think so. Build up to him. What's the build up? I just I think there's a lot of talk about him from the fan. They know it, and he's always around, and he still goes to all the premieres and goes to everything. He's just around. I do do think he's come back, and I do think he has a purpose to come back to. We got K Rich in the live chat. We also uh, fucking so so much. Cool stuff going on in the live chat right now. Yeah, he'll be uh, the blacksmith that brings back Valerian Steel. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, exactly. Mike says Joe Joe Dirty, Dirty Cock. I like that. And someone asked, where's Carmine? Carmine is, uh, he puts out so much content this year and also with the podcast, but Carmine will also be on the show. We gotta, we're going to probably have a special podcast either, either right when the season ends or he may pop his head in. Here and there, but uh, but Carmine's super super busy this season, so he hasn't been able to join us on the recap shows. But actually, I was just talking to him tonight. He really does want to come back, so he may pop his head in here before the season ends on one of these recaps. And I definitely want to set up a show that Carmine and I are going to be doing, sort of like an extra feedback show, maybe after the season or one of the weeks before the season finale or something like that. So. Uh, so yeah, so we haven't been able to figure it out yet, but uh, but Carmine will be back on the podcast at some point soon. We look forward to. Yeah, we do. We do. We definitely do. And uh, and he actually met. He almost came on tonight, but he just could, he, timing was just a little bit a little bit fucking difficult. So, so but he but his his ass will be back. So let's get into this, Joe. It's about time. Let's do it. I think we broke Joe. He just limped away. Did we break Joe? Yeah, it's too much for him. Too much. He can't handle it anymore. <laughs> so we're back. I'm sorry. I also broke my uh, broke my radio for some reason right there. <laughs> or I broke I broke my uh, broke my broke my computer and I couldn't only hear out of one side. Oh, do we get another super chat donation uh, from Dots? Because I won't bet. Oh no, there we go. There we got another okay. super chat. Did I miss one? K I think I missed K Rich. Drogon is a graduate of the Rickon School of Flight. He have to admit he's big, but he turns slow. But come on, just turn at the last second. <laughs> turn at the last second. But here we go for the recap. We got one more. Look for 586 next week. Phil, Joe, and Katie. I'm gonna bring it hard. You better bring it hard. We <laughs> like it hard. I can't speak for Katie, but I like it hard. It's preferable. Katie, oh, Katie, why don't you verbalize that? I think people want to hear you. Ver no, I'm sorry. People, people want to hear you say that. Hard is preferable. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, touch it. The wheel, the wheel is getting a workout tonight for That's sure. That's why Dickon was so anxious because he can feel that tension between him and Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Joe, dro Joe's out dropping a deuce right now. But anyways, we open up to the sound of horses, and then we see the carriages and the Lannisters' troops marching in from Highgarden, and yada yada yada. Jamie pauses for a second to show the gold, mainly, for, mainly I think for the trailer. Like I think that was the only reason Katie he stopped yeah. for the. For the gold it was just yep. so in the in the trailer we could see the gold but yes. 
Remember gold. Remember gold. There's gold here. So he takes the bag of gold and he uh, and he, he hands that over to Braun. And Braun says, "I, my leprechaun. I, I take me bag of gold, Jamie Lannister." Oh my goodness, Mike wants you to pee on him, Katie. What's going on in the live chat? <laughs> yeah, Katie was tired of being on the couch in the background. No, yeah, exactly. Katie, Katie it's Joe's kick. Again, Joe's kicked off the podcast. It's just the Katie and I show now. That's a lot of yeah, jo Joe's Joe's fired, Katie. So, uh, so, anyways, so Braun and well, but maybe he has a wound. Maybe he has a wound. It it could it could be a, it could be a medical thing. Yeah, is he is he hot and dehydrated? I'm sure he's hot. Uh, is that a question you really want to ask? I don't I don't know if that was the best I don't know if that was the best first question. But speaking of hot people, Braun and Jamie here. And Braun has like a bag of gold and it's kind of a really cool moment where he grabs his gold and says, My precious. And then Br Braun asks Braun of the Blackwater. He's like asked Jamie why he's upset and, and he's like give me more shit. With a saddlebag full of gold, complaining about nothing. They go back and forth, and they have some zingers about, uh, where's my castle? He wants Highgarden. Jamie says, you don't want Highgarden. Danny could just take it back, and it's a lot of upkeep. He goes, that's why you're sad. It's a funny scene. They go back and forth with some fun dialogue between the two of them. It's, uh, they fuck with each other. And, uh, G Katie, who is your preferred Braun and Lannister pair? Do you prefer Braun and Tyrion from the early seasons, or do you like Braun and Jamie better? I like, I like Braun and They all they all mesh very well with Braun. That I don't know. He's a really good dog at having at at meshing all of the pieces together. Yeah. I want to see him with Cersei. Ooh, uh, uh, you'll you probably never see that just from like a, no. just for a behind the scenes situation. <laughs> yeah. They date. They used to date. Oh really? Real, oh. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> really? Not on the show. No, not in the show, Katie. He, he didn't Fuck date you. On the, uh, that Jamie accident one time? No, not never. <laughs> Way back when. No, but uh, but uh, but yeah, it would be interesting to see him with Cersei as well. Oh, we got Stephen Michael Davis with another super chat donation. Why'd they show the Queen of Thorns telling Jamie she killed Joffrey in the previously part on? I think to pr show to Jamie that. Tyrion had no part of it to hint mm -hmm. for a future scene with Tyrion and Jaime. And it was just spooky fun. And because her. it's it, she was there to see <laughs> Cersei immediately lash out at Sansa and her, yes. and and Tyrion. So yeah, see how horribly mistaken we were, and, and the chaos that it made because of that. Oh. And, this is fun to stab you in the heart over and over again with the memory of how your son died and the shit that you've done because of it. I do. <laughs> I owe Jose a bite of, the, bite of a sandwich. I do. And Joe, the wheel landed on Joe Drink, so Joe, you have to have a drink at some point. So, uh... So they one of the funny lines in that situation is uh, Braun goes, "Yeah, I'm sure Cersei's rule will be peaceful." Yeah, stranger things have happened. So then the then the Tarleys show up and uh, Tarleys say this shit. The tar more the farms in the reach. So Braun, he sends Braun off with the Tarleys to go uh, convince farmers to give up their crops. 
So then we then we go to the Iron Bank guy kissing Cersei's ass about being better Tywin than Tywin and talking all this Ferengi stuff. Like, give me your profits and I will support you in the wars to come because I am the Grand Nagus and it's inconceivable. Not bad, not bad. Is that all right? No, that was pretty good. Just kill this guy. Just kill this guy now? You think Cersei should kill him, Joe? <laughs> Explain. Yeah, why the fuck not? She kills not everybody him? else. Yeah. Why, why, why pay this guy? I want to see her kill Jamie personally. But... Hey, bite your, bite your, bite your crow tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an interesting scene with Grand Nagus, Zek, and uh, Cersei. <laughs> where... Uh... <laughs> What? Sorry, what show are we watching? Where uh, where the, the Iron Bank guy is just talking about profit the whole time, but he, he kisses her ass a little bit, but he says, I'm neither a nice guy or uh, or a lord. And uh, if you want to, uh, if I'll support you if you pay me. And Kyburn's been talking to the Golden Company already, and, she'll, and they'll help her kind of build a secondary army and that she pays for. And it's, it's a good scene between the two of them. Not much to talk about. Anything else you guys have to say about that scene? I mean, uh, Das says he donated fifty bucks. Can you? Can everyone just drink? So da, Das, you they they but your two fucking twenty five dollar donations deserve an everyone drink. So here you go, motherfucker. Toast to you. Thank you to everyone that has donated in the super chat tonight. You guys keep this. Keep me going. Keep me help helping me pay my bills. I appreciate that. You keep us alive. Keep me rationalizing to my wife to keep doing this. Thank you so much. Mm. But yeah, it's a yada yada scene. So then we get into one of the better scenes of the episode, I think. I, what? <laughs> Jamie the Pussy Slayer. Jamie. Then we get into one of the better scenes of the episode, Littlefinger and Bran. Littlefinger is a fucking cock a roach right now. <laughs> And it, it's just interesting to watch him be so obvious. Okay, now we're gonna have Littlefinger kiss up to Bran and try to manipulate a cripple because he thinks he can be better him right now because he's the Lord of Winterfell. So he's gotta manipulate another person. He's going to each one of them like, oh, John, John's king, gotta go butter him up. Oh, fuck, the Lord's back, gotta go butter him up. Joe, with the Littlefinger you know do any of this shit? I, yes. I'm sorry, I'm not Joe. No, Katie, Katie, ex explain. I think I think he's smarter than this to know that he couldn't do this. I mean, I guess with Bran, he thinks he's just fucking with a cripple. Well, I think he, he doesn't know where, like, what these kids have been through necessarily and where they are at this point. They aren't the same kids that he met way back when. And he certainly doesn't he's taking know measure Bran. of them. And that's that's where I I my interpretation of looks between Sansa and and Arya and Brienne. It seemed like they figured out it was very dangerous for him to do this. Mm. Now he knows exactly what Arya's capable of doing. That's not a good thing. The more he knows, the more dangerous he is. And he is trying to accumulate as much knowledge about these kids as he can. Good, good stuff, Katie. So uh, let's pl let's play a little bit of the, let's play a little bit of this of this scene. So Littlefinger wastes. He's like, listen. Last man who wielded it meant to cut your throat. Your mother fought him off. Little finger. 
Talk. The one that took our Don't life. take so many pauses, asshole. I would have stopped that dagger with my own heart if I could have. And he just goes around and tells everyone how much he wants I to fuck Catelyn. her when she needed me most. But I am here for her now. To do what she would have done. To protect our children. Anything I can do for you, Brandon, need only ask. Do you know who this belonged to? I see, I think this was Bran fucking with him right here. Do you know who this belonged to? Knowing that he at a later point, earlier point, he probably said he said that Tyrion, it was Tyrion's. So I, I just think this is Bran totally fucking. I love this yeah. moment. I love this is my favorite Bran Stark moment since well, season it one. Belonged, it belonged to Peter. Peter lost it to Tyrion in a poker game. That's what he told. That, at least that's what he told people. And by the way, uh, Jose, I'm taking a bite of a sandwich right now. But, uh, but yeah, that's what at least that's what he tells people. I, I think I think uh, Bran just owns him in this situation. Yeah. Littlefinger talks his ass off and talks. The very talks. question was what started the War of the Five Kings. In a way, that dagger made you what you are today. And and Jamie pushing you out a window. You go, Jamie. Right. From your home, driven out to the wilds beyond the wall. I imagine you've seen things most men wouldn't believe. Cat's pussy game's got to be out of this world. Pete's live music. Uh, that's why he isn't saying anything because he's a gruesome death coming for a little finger. Phil Littlefinger sandwich. Here's where and here's where it gets here's where it gets interesting. And this is where Bran might not be Bran anymore, but he doesn't mind flexing his powers and he doesn't mind go through all of it. And it's interesting. He's doing this to everybody. It's, it's, he wants everyone to know he's the real deal. And he did it to Sansa, he did it to Arya, he's doing it to Littlefinger, and he's doing it to Littlefinger because he wants to let him know that he knows his shit. And later when we get to the Stark scene, he also tells, when Sansa's like, Littlefinger's up to something and blah, blah, blah. All power to Sansa. I'm not going to give Sansa shit for this episode. A lot of shit to Sansa, but there's not too much shit for Sansa this episode other than Bran sees things. But other than that, that's nitpicky. She is trying to warn him about Littlefinger. Bran doesn't give a fuck about that. He's like, I see Littlefinger coming yeah. a mile away. You don't have to tell me Littlefinger's full of shit. I know Littlefinger's full of shit. I can't- The Night King bitch. Yeah, the Night King bitch. He's like John. I don't care about anything. This is trivial. Littlefinger's bullshit doesn't matter. Arya's gonna fucking stab his ass. You see the way she's looking at him? Yeah, like, Sansa's still thinking about the Seven King, about the war down south. Yeah, she doesn't realize it. And, and I think she's gonna wake up. Make your way home again. Right. She she only knows the trauma of real people. Only John and Bran really, and the wildlings, know yeah. for real what the fuck's going on. And such. Here we chaos go. Let's, 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 here it is. I can only imagine. Chaos is a ladder. The look on uh, this was a good episode for looks and people interrupting yeah. things. Arya did it la early, later in the episode too, but uh, it was a Stark interrupting thing. Uh, Arya interrupted uh, interrupted uh, Brienne when or when Podrick would or no, it was Brienne where and that's why you shouldn't fight people like uh, her. And uh, and this is Bran's moment where he just kind of cock slaps a uh, little finger right here. What'd you guys think of this moment, Bran flexing his powers? I liked it. But you're, I know, Joe, you're not like the biggest Bran fan, but I, but I, 
I've liked him so far. I even his sort of detached bullshit. I feel like it's at least a character choice and kind of sets him up in in a somewhat interesting way leading into the uh, final stretch here. Not until this episode did I do I kind of like it, and I didn't even really like it. Like his like emo brand is kind of annoying, more annoying to me. But uh, yeah. I didn't find him to be so emo in a couple of these scenes. Like, when he was talking to Arya and Sansa, like, yeah, he was still all flat and whatever, but I, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting used to it. Yeah. Well, it, well it, it's, yeah, I mean, I was I was annoyed by it last episode. And, uh, I mean, it's a little annoying, but this episode, he seemed, I, it doesn't seem like he's so, he's so without the brand that he seems to be expressing that he is. Because in this scene, it seems like he has a little bit of that, like, stark pride, almost. In he's, and, he's get, and he's getting brand in uh, his diet. <laughs> no, he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> always a good thing. It's always a good thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's healthy. It's fucking healthy. And I guess I kind of like it, too, because not only did, has he seen, or may, most likely seen, what Arya's been up to, uh, or has done and been doing and shit, but maybe also um, he remembers the last time they were at Winterfell together and you know she's obviously better at him with the bow and all that shit and knows like and it's finally you know come to grips with the okay yeah yeah I know, I've already kind of come to grips with I'm never walking again but you know I was never a fucking warrior to begin with hmm. I wanted to be but I just wasn't yeah I for whatever reason warrior was not so yeah, this dagger has got nothing to do with me whatsoever. A, it wasn't me then, you know, and and B, mm-hmm. definitely not me now. Yeah. And it is her. She's got a list, and this will help her with that list. So our next scene is Master, or no, we also hear mo- the new Maester of Winterfell's Ma- Maester Wolken. Uh, so Mira comes in and she says, nice wheelchair that the maester built for you. And she wants to return to her family. She wants to be with her family during the uh, the long night or the new long night. And she doesn't want to leave, but she has to be with her family. I thought this was a weird scene. I don't think it was the, I thought as much as I've, I like the character of Mira. She has, hasn't had much to do other than drag Bran or sit there in the background. I, I just didn't like this scene for some fucking reason. Maybe I'm an asshole. I thought it was horrible. I thought it was just horribly acted by both people, and I just thought it sucked. I mean, fucking I suck too. This whole podcast sucks. I suck. I suck at Congress. I suck at everything. I don't care. I'll say I suck too. But I thought this scene sucked for some reason. I kind of would have rather heard her say, you know, like, yeah, dude, I got to go see my dad. I got to go tell him my brother's dead. I got to go let him know what's going on with the fucking shit coming down. We got to get uh, all our, because we can raise a pretty big arm. Hannibal. Get those people yeah. up here. Hannibal <laughs> says, I think Mira's kind of hot. I didn't like the Mira scene either, Phil. It was pointless. Oh, my. I thought so, too. Uh, here's for David, at Phil, Joe, and Katie. What are your... What Arya recovered her mother's remains and kills little fingers with Cat's face. We get Lady Stoneheart in a way. That would be awesome. I love that idea. Oh my goodness. Other than like creepy Arya's the little girl and he's going to be See, all over her. I'll say this though. I like, and I like that Katie too. I, I'll say this. I liked that we got a scene with Mira and she didn't just disappear. 
that we had a scene where she kind of ended her arc and maybe she'll come back next season but ultimately back with the croning man in with, I hope so. uh, that's what i'm I, I hope so too i hope i hope so too i i get i like that we got that scene got her perspective what i mean that it was bad is i thought it was just badly acted i thought it wasn't the best take especially from mira's standpoint i thought brand did a good job i just thought some yeah. of her line reads were kind of off and that's just me maybe maybe being i'm being nitpicky because other than that it's like an amazing fucking episode and i'm like yeah that was a little weird for me but a couple of her lines like oh that's all i meant to you that's all i blah, blah, blah. I, I just did i didn't buy What's that? Kind of like she's watched him go through visions and, and his transformations. And the fact that he's he's so deadpan and so stoic is not new for her. Yeah. So that she's so emotional and disbelieving about this when she's saying goodbye. It's a little over the top. And that's where, like, I think the writing was the the writing and, and her reaction was unnatural and her delivery of it made it that much more. Yeah, I, I just I wasn't I just wasn't feeling that scene at that moment. And uh, and but but I feel for me, I feel for but I do feel for Mirror in that scene. I thought what was conveyed is that she has she has emotional connection to Bran that Bran doesn't quite isn't able to share so i mean i don't think it was a useless scene but i just don't think it was done well at all so our next scene what is done well is the shot of aria coming home to winterfell and saying fuck you to joe and uh and then we get and then we get a replay of sort of a season one thing when aria tries to get come back into the castle and we get sort of this weird scene with the guards where there's sort of this funny com comedy duo that wants to fuck shit up. And I'm going to fucking fuck punch you in your cunt if you don't fucking leave here, girl. And what if I'm, what if I'm who I say I am? I'm not going to do the thing that you do the thing. And I'm going to get in there and fuck you up. Whatever, yada yada yada. Arya gets gets in Winterfell, and then we have these two guys going, "Well, well, all oh, shucks, Sansa. Uh, we're sorry. We uh, totally uh, let the girl in, and yada yada yada, and blah 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 blah." Let's just yada yada our way to the crypts of Winterfell, where Arya and Sansa are reunited. And it feels so awkwardly good. It felt pretty awkward. Here we go. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Yes. Okay, yes. Joe, <laughs> you... Do you have to call me Lady Stark now? Yes. You think yes. Sansa was being completely 100% serious? There's no joke there? No joke. Evil. Yeah. And then this one, too. There we go. My brother died for you. Yes, here's a $5 gift card to McDonald's. <laughs> Bold theory. I think better, the dagger... I think the dagger remains no, the broken sword of the first year. I'm you for. I should be taking that the Seriously, why would I care about you? You're here. I think this scene was supposed to be awkward, though, so I think it was a huge success. I think they... The last time they talked, they weren't on the closest terms. And then the fucking... They don't like each other. They never have. Joe, the way you're sitting right now... Uh, don't move, Joe. Don't move. Whatever you do, don't move. Uh, where, the way you're sitting, your microphone looks like you're wearing an eye patch. I. 
Yeah, I get... lost it in the Battle of the Blackwater Part Two. Yeah, give me, give the me. Dragon some... burned it out. Keep it going, keep going like with some uh, pirate shit. Yeah. Flew off a person and it landed in my eye. Arr. Arr. You totally look like a pirate right now. It's fucking amazing. I'm a pirate. I'm a pirate Joe. of the pancreas. A pirate of the pancreas. What the fuck's what? that? <laughs> Joe's urine. So. Uh, Joe stole Euron's eye patch. Captain Joe, people in the live chat, Captain Joe Spare, ordering a pizza. Do you guys want in on it? Yeah, Mike, I definitely want a slice on that. I'll get a couple bucks. Uh, so I felt so bad for the dragon. Yeah, we'll get to that a bit of a later. Sans is like, yeah, what's your list? Can I, can I add people to the list? Finally, they break it down where they laugh about the list. So, uh, so, um, so they hug, they have a moment, they talk about Ned not looking like Ned, and that I think it's interesting to hear the perspectives of the two sisters. Uh, Sans is like, no one's alive that knew what he looked like. Arya's response to that is, well, we're fucking alive, Sansa. Crazy Major yep. and Big E, you are both correct. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to you, motherfuckers, in the live chat. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us live for this episode of our recap. We appreciate all the support you guys give us. You guys are fucking amazing, and we cannot thank you enough. As I mentioned, I'll be on this Wednesday with Azora Hype, Kyle from Kyle's Fucking Chickens, and I will be on on Friday doing the review of the trailer. So join us for two more times this week, and who knows, I might pop up here and there as well. So... We're not done here yet. We still got a while to go here. Katie and Joe, ah, fuck. No, still a while to go here. We're, we're not even close to done. So uh, so we get the Crips of Winterfell and Arya and Sansa joke. It's a good scene. I like Arya and Sansa re the reunion. I like the awkwardness of it. I think it's appropriate. I I like that they didn't make it all hearts and flowers and happy they music. Hug. They yeah. hugged it out. They hugged it out a little bit, but there's still awkwardness there, Joe. Yeah, they're wary of That's each other. That's because the bitch they said, yeah, don't call me Sansa, call me Baby Star. Sure. And she didn't kill Joffrey, which, which Arya was kind of right? disappointed at. She's like, fuck you, I didn't kill yeah, Joffrey. I was when I found out someone else did it. Yeah, because I wanted to do that. No matter how long the, the list was, Joffrey was first on my list. And, uh, and ultimately, she says, oh... I thought you killed Joffrey, and it made me a little happy. So, nope, didn't kill but Joffrey. Now that I find out you didn't. I think I might put you on that list. Yep. Was wasn't Sansa on the list at some point? Probably. No, I mean, I mean, maybe I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it eventually. Like murderous list, the innocent Arya list. I hate my the list that I hate my sister at one point in time, possibly. So while I'm eating a sandwich here, Arya is hoping that Sansa killed. They both laugh when they talk about Arya's list. So then we cut to, uh, to Sansa saying that Bran is home to Arya and they go off to creepy Bran. Who's like, here are my sisters. And let's listen to a few seconds of creepy Bran with his sisters. And he knows where Arya, he ultimately knows everything about Arya, and it kind of freaks freaks Arya out as they walk up to Bran. I saw you at the crossroads. Here we go. You saw me. See you next week, Doc. Can't wait for there. your call. Bran has 
visions. Thank you for the super chat donations. You're amazing. So did I. Why would you go back there? Cersei's on her list of names. So, wait, play, play more. Play more. Play more, asshole. Continue it. Who else is on your list? Most of them are dead already. Maybe it was before that part where he, where Bran was like, I thought you were go going to, uh... Yeah. King's Landing. Yeah. yeah, it happened right there at the beginning. So, right. so Okay, so, like, maybe the future isn't, you know, set in stone because he thought he saw her going to King's Landing. Yeah, he can't see the future. He can only see what's going on in the present and what happened in the past. Yeah, well, yeah, he's... Well, but I, he can time I, travel. He can see the as far as where it's supposed to go at this point in time. But as time progresses from there, the future can change with all the variables that come up afterwards. It changes up the story. It adds a weird element that I'm not sure I love when we're getting to, like, the time travel in the fucking... Because uh, Bran can also time travel, and he knows everything and knows, like, all such. It's, 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 like it's all, He's only supposed to be able to see what something living has seen, whether or witnessed or been so been on the planet for. Right. Uh, so like he's supposed to be able to see like uh like if there were like these weirwood trees. They've Brand been there for six hundred years. So if he's looking through like one of those faces on the weirwood tree, he can see back those six hundred years that that tree is witnessed in that area. Brand also needs to, to lower his dosage of acid, says someone in the live chat. I agree. <laughs> up it a little well so then how would he necessarily have like does it have to be what those uh created whoever have seen because then how would he see what Arya sees because it, it can be any living shit yeah he has like I, it's a little bit even more it's not just that he sees he can see everything that's connected i don't think it even has to do with trees because he can then he can warg a fucking crow or warg a bug I, I mean, he he's have to cross what, what... No, he doesn't have to cross anybody specifically's path. Like, if well, they were alive on the planet, he can go be like, okay, I'm going to go pop into uh, that faceless dude that's hanging out with Arya. And see what's going on. That, well, that's what I'm asking. Is it necessarily, like, a specific... Like, does he have to have a specific path on their memories? Or is it just any living thing can... It's a good... Katie, it's a good question. And I don't think it's been properly explored the extent of his powers, but I think what can be said is right now all he ultimately cares about is the same thing John cares about. The white the White Walkers, the long night coming, and that's his focus. He does it he knows Littlefinger is who Littlefinger is, and he doesn't care. He's like, Yeah, I can see him coming a mile away. I don't really don't give a shit about him. Yeah. What I care about is the Night's King. The Night King. What I care about is the White Walkers. What I care about is the the long night coming back and how I fucking stop that. How I fit into the plan to, excuse me, to stop that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the whole reason he would have excuse to become me. the three-eyed crew in the first place because of what's happening yep. with the... Joe, you're back in pirate mode. That's the, like the perfect spot for you. I love it. Oh, we got Jose for another dollar donation. 
Let's spin the wheel. Here we go. Let's do it, Jose. You are fucking amazing. Thank you so much for the super chat donation. So we cut to brand creepy as fuck. Here comes my sisters. Then we, our next scene is all the Stark kids coming back in. Brand also in this scene, I forgot to mention, he gives the dagger to to uh, Arya and uh, let's little finger gave it to me. Little finger, he's here. He's declared for House Stark. Why would he give you a dagger? He thought I'd want it. Why? Because it was meant to kill me. A cutthroat. After your fall. Why would a cutthroat have a Valyrian steel dagger? Someone very wealthy wanted me dead. He's not a generous man. He wouldn't give you anything unless he thought he was getting something back. It doesn't matter. What do you mean, it doesn't matter? I don't want it. Are you sure? It's Valyrian steel. It's wasted on a cripple. No, it'll work on a cripple just like it'll work on anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or, or it'll work for a cripple just like it'll work for anyone else. So then our next scene is all three Starks coming back into Winterfell. The music plays. It's really, really happy. Brienne's happy. And Pod's happy, and then they both talk. And Podrick says that lady you kept your vow. I did next to nothing. You're too hard on yourself, my lady. I'm not a yeah, no shit, Lady Brienne. You are a fucking failure. Yeah, what did Brienne do? I mean, she beat the Hound in combat for Arya, but she didn't get Arya. I guess she protected Sans in a couple situations, and in one situation, in one situation, but ultimately. Brienne's right. Pod's just like blowing out her ego because Pod's like, I gotta believe I'm with the best shit in the world. Brienne didn't do much. I mean, she did a lot. Yeah, she did. Just not necessarily in exactly what was supposed to be done. Joe, Das is back. She, uh, they, he missed you. He missed you. Das has come back. Mike, Brienne's gonna beat that ass, Joe. Uh, Madcap says, Brienne uh, uh, had a wet dream, but it failed. Jose says, what did the wheel land on? The wheel landed on another bite of a sandwich. Jose, what the fuck? Th two times you land on bite of a sandwich, man. That's amazing. Uh, she, she saved Sansa from the Boltons. She did. She did that. She absolutely did that. I'm not saying that she did nothing. She beat the Hound. She... Yeah really kind of like put herself out there but ultimately when it comes down to it the safety of aria and even the safety of sansa came yeah. more down to aria herself and the hound in some cases and also theon for saving sansa in yeah. in the main yeah. situation i think i mean she she put in a lot of work but it didn't ultimately in any immediate way actually save aria the Queen. no and no. it Certainly can't get full credit. So then we get like a scene that Kate, Katie, like we really needed. Here we go. We get Grace. There's still no word from the Unsullied. Soon, he will come back to you. He better. What happened? Many things. Man, ooh. 
We got the scene I fucking wanted. You know what I really wanted? I wanted this scene between Daenerys and Masande where we take some time out. We really need to take some fucking time out and have them talk about it. You know what? You know what we also should put in there, Katie? You know what we really should put in there? We should put a Davos and John scene where they talk about how hot Danny is. You know, we really need that shit. Hey, 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 have you been looking at Danny's tits? Yeah, have you? <laughs> That's where her heart is. Yeah. Oh, I admire her. I'm no big city lawyer, but I know that Daenerys Targaryen has some boobs. I say, I say. <laughs> Seriously, we get we get like the guys and girls. It's like the scene from Greece. It's like the song from Greece where we have the two sides singing. It's we we get the we get the the tar, we get Danny and Masande talking about Grey Worm, and then Jon Snow shows up and they giggle. They're like, hey! like but like fucking Wilma and Betty yeah. doing a fucking this giggle about how hot Jon Snow is. Oh, there's Jon Snow. Hey! I'd like to do something with Jon Snow. Anyways. <laughs> So, so we also get Davos, you know, playing, running game on Masande. Like, hey, hey, Masande, is it uh, King John or King Snow? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'm no big city lawyer. I'm no big city lawyer, but I think Masande is hot as shit. He is. He is. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I I do declare, Jon Snow, you need to have sex with that Daenerys right now. Motherfucker. So we get we get the grease scene, and we get uh we get, and then and then we uh then we get uh Jon Snow in all his glory taking Daenerys in the cavern, showing her the cool mountain of Dragonglass, which is really cool, and being like. I don't know what the last what happened the last time he was in a cave. <laughs> oh yeah, he knows something, Katie. And and then we get Jon Snow and Daenerys talking about the what? The pictures yeah. on the wall. We see yeah, all these pictures on the artwork. Yeah, yeah. All the hieroglyphics or the drawings that were put on the wall. And uh it's horny, baby. <laughs> what about this next scan? It's making them both horny, okay? They're both getting hot and bothered in the cave, and the music's playing. It's it's really emotional. Let's listen to this shit. Listen to this music. We're family, and we're going to fuck. Yes, auntie. Together. Bend it right now. Now? Yeah, and again, it turns into Danny's favorite thing. I'm sorry, my echo's on. It's turned into Danny's favorite thing. Bend the knee. Bend the knee. Pornoglyphics. Yes, Horgar, it's pornoglyphics. Pornoglyphics. <laughs> Pornofuckinglyphics. And yes, she did. Uh, Ian, but Brienne, she did beat the Hound in one-on-one -on -one combat. That is a big fucking deal. Yeah, she no, did do that. I just mean she didn't have much to do with the. St she no. that was awesome, but it didn't help her rescue Arya Stark. No, no, it didn't at all. Arya was fine at that point. Yeah. she was taking care of herself. Absolutely. Funny how you can get a raven from Danny, but Bran can get a warg or send John to tell his parents. 
Uh, Masande being sassy isn't cute. It's annoying. They better. Um, that'd be cool to say to the Dragon Queen. If Jon Snow is a white and his heart is not beating, how does he get in a fucking erection? Maybe that's why he's like, Davos, I'm not interested. Well, his heart is still beating yeah, because he's black. We've seen him bleed. Yeah, we have seen him bleed again. And yeah. he does. And he gets erections. He got one for Danny. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, he just said, I don't have time to be thinking about that right now. When we're on the boat and there's nothing to do until we, you know, sailing back north, I'll beat off a couple hundred times then. Yeah. yeah I mean, or take it out on one of the sailors. Yeah. Very moving on from that. Maybe he's a fire white, possibly. So he gives a speech about the the children of the forest and the men. Danny's like, maybe this was before Lannisters, this was before Targaryens, before the men. And Jon Snow's like, oh no, it's not before men. Men gathered together with the children and they fought against a common enemy. And the common enemy was the White Walkers. And Danny says, I agree with you, I'll fight for the North, Jon Snow. Only if you bend the knee. Or is your ego too big to save your people's lives? Oh, no, Danny. Apparently, it's your ego that's so big that you need me to bend a knee before you save Are your wolf balls too hard to fucking bend the knee, Jon Snow? Right. It's like, it's like, uh, Neil, circular. Neil before Zod. Like, what? Mm -hmm. So this is a very similar situation to with like Stannis and Mance Raider and John and like and Mance not wanting to bend the knee. I think John is more wildling than anything at some point. I think the time with the wildlings had a big influence on John, and I think he's just not going to bend the fucking knee. He just doesn't want to do that shit. I agree. Not until he smells the barbecue coming from the black water. Mm -hmm. So then we get into something that's never good. Tyrion and Varys just standing there waiting for waiting for uh, Danny to come out. And it's uh, like, hey, yeah, we took Casterly Rock. We took it. That's very good to hear. It's good to hear. Actually, and then Davos goes, I'm no big city loyal. Maybe I should walk away from here. And uh, Danny goes, no, you guys stick around. And John and Davos are asked to stay. She says, she basically, I could play it here, but she calls Tyrion out on all of his bullshit here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Big time. All my allies are gone. They've been taken from me while I've been sitting here on this island. You still have the largest armies. Who won't be able to eat because Cersei has taken all the food from the Reach? Call Grey Worm and the Unsullied Band. We still have enough ships to carry the Dothraki to the mainland. Commit to the blockade of King's Landing. We have a plan. It's still the right plan. The right plan! Your strategy has lost us Dawn, the Iron Islands, and the Reach. If I have underestimated our enemies... Our enemies? Your family, you mean. Perhaps you don't want to hurt them after all. If she calls him out, perhaps he doesn't. Do you think that's true, Joe? I think what's true is perhaps Tyrion yeah. doesn't want to hurt anyone at all. Agreed, and Tyrion, I don't think he wants to hurt Jaime. Yeah, Tyrion isn't about, you know, 
He doesn't want to hurt. I agree. Blood and warfare. He doesn't want any of that. He's a reader. He's a scholar. Yeah, he likes power, but I don't think he's ever enjoyed or liked killing. I, well, mm, once. once. Shay. Yeah. Right. And dad. Yeah, twice. No, not twice. Jay. I don't think he don't enjoyed think he enjoy, killing no. Jay. And I, I don't necessarily think, but he I think en- he enjoyed killing dad. Yeah. I think he. I, he was I in a lot of pain. Regret both those times. killing dad is the way it would have made Jamie feel about him. But I don't. I think he enjoyed that. I think it's cathartic. And I think that's the only question. Right. I mean, war is war, Lady Yaron Greyjoy, but. Um, By them to the. There, there is a, a point to not wanting to have to kill, not wanting to hurt people. You know well, you have civilians. to. You know you're yeah. going to invade yeah, Lannisport. You know you're invading and setting sieges to places, but you, you want to try. Right. You want to try to limit the amount of people you kill. And if he can get away with not having to kill his brother, exactly. he yeah. doesn't want to. But I don't think he, there was any... <clears throat> As far as like whether or not he cares if his sister, I think he's he's said before he loves her very much. It's unfortunate that she's a fucking cunt. I, I don't think he would enjoy killing her. I just think he would understand how necessary it is. It is. Bloody Talker yeah. says Joe is spot on. Remember the story about the Beatles? Uh, I'm not sure which story you're talking about, but I. <laughs> I'll play the guitar part the way you want it, Paul. No, no, I won't play guitar at all. Uh, Tyrion in Varys was the one who told Daenerys that the attacks idiots. Plot twist, Danny and J- Jamie get married, but Cersei would love that. Beatles smash. <laughs> Beatles smash that like button. Burn them all. Pete Easy, Jamie isn't drowning. It's parallels to the Tywin, Tywin Tyrion in Valeria. Hogarth the Dane says he's a reader, a scholar, a lover, a drinker, a humanist. Jack says Tyrion doesn't want to hurt anybody except kill his dad, the man keeping the realm together. Nice one, dirty locks. Uh, exactly, Pete. Uh, bloody. Ario says with that attitude, he will lose, especially against his homicidal sister. Tyrion is not a wartime consigliere. He is the Tom Hagen. No, no, I, I disagree with that. Joe, go. He is a wartime concept. Uh, you got to remember, the Battle of the Blackwater is won largely because of I'll be right back, Joe. It's your um, show. None of that credit is given to me. And he even fights in that battle. Um, no, I mean... You got to also remember, he was the commander in charge of the Vanguard in yeah, another battle, yeah. which was won, even though he gets knocked out early. <laughs> well, the best strategies can go wrong, and his brother is the it's one also that is... Strategy. And his sister, who knows the way to speak in... Yeah. I mean, he's not a bad strategist. He is even not a bad warrior in his own way. It's it's just shit went wrong. <laughs> yeah, you can't you, know? you can't win them all. Even Jamie, like who's also supposed to be a great war war leader and general and fighter and all this, lost to Rob Stark, who yep. was a a puppet leading his first uh, you know, sortie or whatever battle in in the war. So it's it's. You know, you win some. It, it's not whether or not you win every battle. It's whether you win the war at Absolutely. the end. Like there's Absolutely. plenty of battles that that are lost, but you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, you know, you take take some wins and some and some losses. You just hope that the wins add up. To, add up you, to you hope you get enough marks in the win column to make it to the you know to the playoffs. Bam! Ooh. Good job, Joe. So, <laughs> <a> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 
Belichick's press conferences in the season. So, uh, so then we get uh, uh, Danny asking John what he thinks. I would never presume. I'm at war. I'm losing. Sorry, Danny, I know nothing. What do you? That's what he should have said. I should do. So he ultimately tells her that dragons, he never thought dragons would come back, but she shouldn't burn castles the to the ground. Everybody else has been Don't telling her. Don't burn the fucking people. <laughs> yeah. But she just wants to burn people, Joe. She does. She wants, she has a taste for killing. She's been told yeah. by, by, uh, by a, quite a few different advisors, you know, tone it back a little, Danny. You, your father was this fucking psychopath. And the things that you're talking about going to do right now, the things that you seem to really want to do is in direct, you know, uh, opposition. It's exactly to what, what yeah, direct opposition. Exactly. You're trying to convince people you're not a mad, crazy person that wants to burn people. Right, and which is exactly the threat you're making by having yeah. three dragons in the first place. Well, I'll convince them after I burn them all. But she's like, but, 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 and I said this before too. So, so John says that, and then she, and then what happens after in that conversation? John says, you shouldn't burn castles to the ground. She goes, but I have to burn somebody. Something needs to burn. <laughs> Something needs to burn, guys. Okay. Well, it would seem to me that <laughs> they're going to take all that loot from Highgarden back to the right. You know, yeah. castle. Maybe you should. Form. Yeah. Maybe you should burn the Lannister army. That would be okay. You will that be good? Well, uh, I guess we'll do. Yeah, we'll do for now. <laughs> exactly, Kitty. Yeah. For now. For now, I'll burn. I'll just burn that. Is that okay? Can Can you just burn that? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll just burn that. Okay, guys. I'll get back to my mining. Oh, yeah. I'll go, go. I'll burn more people later. It's okay. So, and I know people, I know some people think I'm hard on Daenerys. Like, but come on. She really wanted to burn people. And, and, and everyone has to talk her out of that. I agree that they should have just attacked with all the forces of King's Landing. But her response to everything is ultimately, I want to burn people. Well, she did get the advice from Orlena. Right. To be the dragon. To be the dragon. And I think she took that. She respected Orlena. Who, I mean, like everyone should have. And she took that to heart. She just doesn't know quite how to do that. Yeah. Right and who way. who's the right people to burn? You know, and, yeah, and as yeah, far that's as. tough. That is tough. It's a tough her decision. Wanting to burn tough. people, too. It's also sure. her wanting to be involved in the fighting for her people yes. to see that Absolutely. she's not just going to sit back and put them in jeopardy. She will be out there fighting she's, for them as well. She's got fucking crazy dragon ovaries yeah. going on. I gotta say, oh, yeah. she's got a pair of them on her. She's fucking, like, she's out there. She's She doesn't give a fuck. And I mean, I'm hard on her, but she's got, she doesn't give a fuck. She's, no. she, she's she. She's got fire breathing ovaries. Right. She, she talks the talk and she walks the walk. As hard as I am on her, she actually puts herself out there to fight the battles. <laughs> Someone says Bert like a zoonotic sexual <laughs> disease. Dragonorrhea. Humans and dragons can pass it amongst each other. I got Bert once, but it was only gonorrhea. So uh 
So, okay, so John and Davos are asked uh, what to do. John says, oh, we kind of talked about that. And uh, then we go off to Brienne and Pod training. Pod's getting his ass handed to him. And Arya comes up and Arya interrupts. She says, don't fight someone like Brienne in the first place. And nice sword, nice dagger, yada, yada. They get into a kind of fight scene here that I thought was really well done, very well choreographed. Both people show their talents. I love when they do this, when they show the different styles of combat interacting with each other. I don't mind if, I, I just thought this was awesome. I, I loved every second of this. I can't help it. This was fucking candy for my eyes. Mm-hmm. I loved it too. I mean, it's kind of what you what you, we've been waiting to see from Arya for a long time. Even when she she was fighting the Waif, like the Waif put up a better fight, you know, and all that shit. Until so, well, and we never saw what after the candle, but like, uh, in all those training sessions with the staff, the Waif was kicking her ass over and over again. It's good to see so her like, kick some good ass. To see all these trainings that Arya has had with the water dancing and the faceless men shit and like it, it paid off. And the big question lady, lady fat ass red asks and something I was just getting about to get into. What's with the scowl on Sansa's face in the scene, Joe? What do you think? I, I'll, oh yeah, dude. Jealousy. Um, and. <laughs> Plain douchebagginess. Fucking spoiled little brat douchey. Everybody else has grown so much, but I'm still stagnant. <laughs> I was trying to get you to do it while she was away. But uh She's not away, dude. She's standing right next to me. She heard it all, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and she's giving me shit for it. Katie's mic's on in the bathroom, says <laughs> somebody. Oh, she's she's big time uh Sansa supporter. <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. Bam, getting old. It's back. So what's speaking of getting old, we get uh this next <laughs> We we get this next scene. <laughs> She's too much so our next scene that we get is Davos and John talking about chicks. We kind of already talked about this. What do you think of her? Who? I believe you know of whom I speak. Oh no! Someone said something in chat. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the conversation where Davos and John talk about how hot Daenerys is. And he says, you're staring at her. And John's like, no, no, the Night King. And like, I'm totally not staring at Daenerys. I totally don't want to bang her. No way. And then they walk up to Masande. We kind of already talked about the scene. And uh, this is the scene where Davos corrects John when he says, the, we have 10,000 men or less, and Davos goes fewer. John's like, what? And he goes, no, no, I'm just talking to the audience. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. I'm talking to the audience, John. Sorry. And Masande and Davos start uh, flirting, and jo is it King John? Is it King Snow? What's your name? And 
Masande wants to know why his name's Jon Snow if his father's Ned Stark. He explains what a bastard is. There's no such thing as marriage in where Masande's from. And Davos thinks that's liberating because he wants to hook up with Masande. And uh, they t and we get the connection from last episode when people when uh, <clears throat> Tyrion asked John to ask people around about Daenerys, and we get Masande's perspective about Daenerys freed her and she can leave at any time she wants. Not much else to say here. And then Reek shows up, and uh, we see the Greyjoy ship, and the Greyjoy ship comes ashore, and. Uh, Theon comes up, and I think this is really crazy, Joe, because this reminds me of something like when someone owes you money, and they like they talk about everything else but the money they owe you. It's like, hey, Joe, what's going on? Oh, you look really good. You look really awesome. You know, how's that? Uh, how's that Nintendo I gave you? How's that Nintendo good I gave you? That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, he kind of, he, John, like he was expecting him to be like, oh, thank you for saving my sister's life, and it's good to see you again, buddy. Not like you made me think that you had killed my two brothers, you betrayed my other brother, you sacked the fucking castle, you killed fucking Ma Meister Lewin. Like, the fact that you saved my sister is the only reason why I'm not killing you right now? No. He, sh he should have killed him. The only reason him. why I'm not killing you right now is because if I did, Danny might be really mad at me. So I think maybe I should still just fucking kill you right now. He should have fucking so killed him right now. You fucking piece of He's such a piece of shit. My sister's life? What the fuck? Fuck you. Fuck you, Theon fucking douchebag. Fuck you. And the way he played this scene, like, oh, hey, John. How's it going, buddy? What's up? Yeah. Here. Fucking douchebag. So, uh, so then, uh, so yeah, after that. Uh, Theon goes, I came back. Yara's not dead. She's captured by Euron. We get Davos kind of throwing shade on the Greyjoys because he's a sail. He, he's, uh, you know, been on the water for so long or so long. His opinion of the Greyjoys is like, fuck the Greyjoys. I love the fuck Greyjoys attitude. And, uh, and, so, and the queen's gone. Where's the queen? Where's the queen? Oh, we'll find out. Oh, we'll find out in a second. So then we get to our crazy action scene. There's a lot to talk about in this scene. It starts off, and here I just want to play this for everyone that might have missed this. Safely through the gates of King's Landing. Good. Uh, it, it gets cut off there, but what Randall Car Tarly says? Safely through the gates of King's Landing. The gold. So the gold got safely through the gates of King's Landing. The last of these wagons over the Blackwater Rush before nightfall. The head of the line is ambushed. The tail will never be able to reinforce in time. Well, we are stretched. And that's the there. last of these wagons, so it's not all the food, but it's a, it's quite a bit of the food and supplies. Right. Some of the food and the supplies got, the gold got back. Tarly wants to flog people. It's a good old time. So we get a cool scene between Braun and Jamie and Dickon, which kind of echoes the scene that we get in season one with Robert and Barristan and Jamie talking about the first kill and Bronze kind of like giving Dick on shit for being a wealthy lord type, and it's 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 whatever. It's just kind of foreplay for what's about to happen. So everything's moving along normal, and suddenly Braun says he hears something. Braun's like, "Listen, I I don't know. I hear. Listen, what do you hear?" And we start hearing this yeah, rumble. I didn't even think Dothraki at first. I thought that was dragons. 
Oh, I, me too. Me too. And then you just start hearing the rumbling, the rumbling, the rumbling, and ultimately never facing the Dothraki in open combat like this. This is a fucking 10,000 or however many 100,000 Dothraki's running at you on horseback. And I love... Dothraki screamers. Going crazy. It is just an amazing battle. This leads into an incredible fucking battle the Lannisters try to put up a shield wall Lagatha shows up for a second it's like it's like uh and it's the Dothraki they're rolling down on horseback Randall's leading the army and the, they're freaking out the Dothraki are in an open field fight we know that this should never happen Bronn tells Jamie to get the fuck out of there and go to King's Landing Jamie says listen we can probably hold the Dothraki if we just stick together here it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay and then right at that moment Joe we hear a fucking crazy sound. Yeah, the Dothraki is one thing, dude. Fuck. Dragon, something else. Fucking dragons. The look on on Jamie's face, the actor that plays Jamie, this was an excellent fucking look on his face. He goes, fuck. <laughs> and then Drogon comes in, and this was the coolest the dragons ever looked, like, animated-wise. This didn't look too CG or anything. It looked really fun fucking natural and awesome and drogon comes in there and just starts and da da daenerys is on the top on the bag and just says dracarys and the fire just starts rolling and starts killing people and burning people and the dothraki are attacking through the fire hole there's like a fire crotch hole that the dothraki start going in oh yeah they penetrate that fire they fucking hole. pound that shit joe we see some dothraki jump on the horseback and there's archers we go back and forth jamie's yelling hold the line it's just a gave the whole lannister army gonorrhea yeah completely they all had gonorrhea and it's just really cool camera angles from the dothraki's perspective back and forth danny starts just burning and ripping people and getting off on it it's insane jamie does not freak out to be honest he just like, some of the power from he he did kind of he had a, a not a like oh my god i gotta get out of here and run freak out but like when <laughs> the dragon came in at one of his passes and it blasted a bunch of people they were pretty much they were vaporized immediately they didn't burn like the fire disappeared dissipated right afterwards and their ashes were still in the yeah the ashes like splashed on jamie's face yeah so like that was a quite a moment for him it wasn't like a holy shit run freak out moment but it was a a wait and pop, like did i just is that is this is this really like, happening? Yeah. I'm just standing there watching people burn and trying to figure out like what was going on. And he had like the fog of war kind of thing going on. Ozzy, to echo your point, says, I loved how people were instantly turned to ash. It was reminiscent yep. of like Pompeii or something like that. Yeah. Loved how the Dothraki's noise was coming from storm clouds, says Roger. Janelle says, Of course they had gonorrhea. That's how Cersei recruits people. Firecrotch. Gonorrhea. <laughs> I almost cried when Bronn fired that arrow at Drogon. Literally, I thought he was dead. I couldn't even almost, hashtag almost, lost my mind. Crying, 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 crying. You guys in the live chat are killing it tonight. This is one of the best live chats ever. You guys are amazing. Thank you for the awesome fucking shit going on right now in the live chat. So the Dothraki are doing well. They're kicking ass. And it's just hard to fight them in open field battle when they're coming on, like, on you like that on horseback. Great camera angles following this. Uh... 
excellently shot action. This was one of my favorite action battles I've ever seen. I still think I like the Battle Bastards a little bit better, but this was still right the fuck up there. And if someone said they liked this better, I couldn't argue with them. This was just uh, in the best battle scene so far. Still, hard home, hard homes. And I couldn't argue with you either. Like, the, but the, I wouldn't. I'd agree that this belongs in that top group of Game of Thrones battles. This was just one of the things you don't see often in a lot of this is you, you see a siege take place and a lot of times you get it from the view of the siege of, of the people sieging or it might go back and forth a little but the thing i kind of found really interesting about hard home it was all from behind from inside hard yeah home. yeah and you didn't you kind of saw from a distance and heard what was going on and saw everybody starting to rush to the gates and they closed the gates. And then you there was also a horror. There was also sort of a horror movie aspect to it all right. as well. I, I re this might've been my favorite just cause of the dragon stuff and cause of the Jamie and of it all. And what in the mixed perspectives, how they how they went from so many different perspectives. When we went from Jamie, we went to Braun, we went to Daenerys, we went to Tyrion, like all the multiple perspectives of the, of the combat of everything that was going on. I thought just was very well interwoven. And I love Jamie in this scene. I just like his reaction to it all, his way of putting it together. Ultimately, the ashes splashing on him and the rage building him inside inside of him as he has sort of uh, a flashback of sorts to the Mad King and just explodes. Like, no matter how idiotic some may say. So ultimately what happens here, let's just get through this so we can just talk about the whole scene. So Braun, uh, Jamie and Braun just watch everyone burn as their plot armor protects them. And... Jamie tries to fire some arrows. Drogon blocks them. Jamie says, go get the scorpion. Kyburn's weapon's over there. Bronn says, you do it. He says, I only have one hand. I can't do it. So Bronn goes over there. We follow Bronn on a first-person perspective where we see him from coming coming on, like going forward. Similar to the Battle of the Bastards with Jon, but it's done just a little bit different with the camera flipped around. And Bronn has this scene with the Dothraki. And I re this is Joe. This is one thing I exceptionally loved that Braun didn't get the better of this Dothraki on horseback. No no one should get better of the Dothraki. He tried his little tricks, and the Dothraki outmaneuvered him. I like that that happened. So Braun ultimately makes his way to the scorpion, fires an arrow from it into the Dothraki coming after him, and then goes after the dragon. Fires one shot at the dragon, misses, but Daenerys makes notice of it. My question in that situation is Daenerys has already won the battle. Dothraki are like, these people can't fight. We've destroyed them. They fucking suck. Time to fly away with the dragon. But right. Instead, like, she does four or five passes just to burn wagons. Just to burn wagons. Yeah, leave at that point, Daenerys. You did what you needed to do. Fire some blasts and get the fuck out of right. there. Leave You're the wagons so you can take the fucking supplies. That's called spoils of war, right? Yeah. Hello. That's it. Like, fuck Burn that. But no, she, and people say that, people say them crazy about her being, going all villainous at some point or losing control. I think we saw it in this episode too, again. She enjoyed it too much and she got greedy and she well, wanted to. Think. She wasn't, she wasn't doing extra passes to burn more people. She was letting the Dothraki take care of who she didn't already burn. But she was having fun burning shit. She, she was. A little pyromania. She enjoys it a little so bit. She didn't continue to burn people at least. And she did stop to help her dragon instead of, like, going to kill Mole. 
being like, no drug call. So, so she, so she could go kill more. She didn't fly away from the battle with him. She wanted to fix him, and so they could burn more people. So, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I like it. You're like, you're like a wounded cub tonight, Joe. I can, I can, I can put you in any direction I want. So, uh, so Bron goes after Kyburn's thing. He fire, he fires that Drogon. Drogon gets shot with it, kind of tails down, but ultimately catches his wind, fires down, goes right in front of it, fires a, fires a dragon bolt or dragon blast at the weapon that explodes and Braun escapes just in time. We see Braun seeing the horse that saves Jamie right after he escapes. We see So if people are like, who's that to save Jamie? We see Braun look at the horse that we see later save Jamie. So Braun looks at it and... Uh, and they're both, and then we get Tyrion there for some reason, as I mentioned. And he looks sad seeing Jamie and seeing everyone burn, seeing the food burn. And uh, Bronn takes a very close shot. Oh, I already mentioned that. So, so Drogon ultimately comes to the ground, and Jamie sees Daenerys try to take the the arrow out Tyrion. of. Jamie see Daenerys trying to take <laughs> Right, exactly. Ron sees Jamie see Danny trying to take the arrow. I'm going to kill Danny. He goes and saves Jamie. Yep, exactly. And Tyrion gets a funny but interesting dialogue going on as Jamie sees Daenerys, sees a weapon, goes and charges the fucking kill the Dragon Queen. You, your people can't fight. Now, yeah, and we also get uh, the Dothraki telling Tyrion that his Talk people can't shit. fight. Now, I fucking love Jaime Lannister. I love that he tried to end it all in one moment. People might think Jaime was stupid in this moment, but he had a try, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I mean, he had to. Absolutely. The only thing he might have, you know, and he's was supposed to be like a, a damn fine lancer back in the day. Mm. Mm -hmm. Tournament days. So, and Jamie this was. This wasn't a, a bad move on his part necessarily. It was an all balls to the wall hero moment, but it doesn't always work out. Nope, and it didn't work out in this situation as Daenerys just has like a Vulcan mind meld with with Drogon, who just kind of looks at Drogon. Drogon gets ready to fire the fire blast at him, and Bronn, whose horse is way faster than Jamie's, comes from nowhere and jumps out. Two horses are burned by Drogon, and Bronn tackles Jamie and throws him into the water, who ultimately Jamie's just gonna sink to the bottom with that fucking golden fist and all that armor on. Golden fister. Yeah, the golden fister and the armor. So Jamie sinks to the bottom of the water, and that is the end of our episode. One of the most fun episodes from beginning to end of Game of Thrones. It's super hype, super crazy. This isn't the first time I've watched it. It was it it was a good episode to have been leaked. I don't I don't necessarily, if no, nothing was leaked, it wouldn't bother me. I watch the leaks. I can't help myself. So I love episodes early just because it allows me to kind of take notes and then watch the episode for fun. But this was a good episode to leak because it was awesome to watch twice and then watch it on the big screen and watch it in like higher definition and watch all the cool things that happen. Great episode of Game of Thrones. I love where this season's going. I think next episode, to answer one of the caller's points that we didn't get to earlier, I think next episode is probably going to be a take-a-breath episode, and then six and seven are going to be off the wall. I well, think here's, here's my point is we've now been, what, uh, we got that one clip 
of fucking White Walkers walking down to the wall, mm-hmm. right, from wherever Bran got there way before fucking them, and I, I don't know, we've had a couple episodes now, what, how many, four, five, whatever it is, that there's been no sightings of the Whites, the others, you know, so I hope we get back to some of that. Now, Timo, Timo says, John and Jamie are my number ones. Jamie was my favorite since he pushed Brand out of the window. Uh, I love Jamie Lanzer in this episode. Fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, you, you, the things you, that we find attractive. The you things know? you do for love. Now, Joe, uh, I want to get to a question that we missed from last week. So how brilliant was it, t- was it for Tyrion to create a chamber with a secret? This is from Scout. Uh, to create a private chamber with a secret entrance allowing the Unsullied to sack the rock using Tyrion's Hodor to get in there. Do you like Tyrion's Hodor, Joe? I do. I mean, this is, okay, so we've used, we've used this over an Essos to sack one of those, Mirin or Yankai or Astapor, one of those. We went through the sewers of two of those, I think, in the show. We kind of went through the sewers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now we went through the sewers here and, uh, in Lannisport, and I, I got to imagine maybe uh, Arya tells them about the the way into King's Landing through the sores that she took to get sure. out of the fucking King's Landing that time she Why saw Varys plotting. So like, I, they use this trick a lot in this show. <laughs> Someone needs to catch on. Like the sewers need to be taken care of. Ooh. And I'm looking right now, guys. We have so many voicemails and texts right now. If we don't get to your voicemail and text, I might save some of these voicemails for the feedback show on Wednesday. But let's get to a couple of these right now. And everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this live podcast. We're not going anywhere quite yet. So let's uh, let's get to some uh, comments here. This is from our good buddy, Antoine Thomas. Phil, do you think both Neil Tiger Free and Amy Richardson, who played Marcella Baratheon on the live chat, if you push the least, let me know. I'd love to get him on the live chat. Let's get him on the show. Let's get him on the show. Oh, yeah. Come on. What? I'd be good with that. I'd be good with it. Uh, These guys should be begging us to be on our show. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's... She's a, she's she's definitely aged well. So holy shit, that was awesome from seven eight one area code seven eight one in the first digit seven nine nine. I won't say any more of your phone number. Thank you so much uh, for the the message and the fellow fellow uh, New Englander there seven eight one. Uh, this is from Hey Fi- Hey Katie Joe. It's analysis. Quick message about the two MVPs of the episode for me. One, it's Braun. Uh, for the bowmen for hanging in there and tossing darts at Drogon to Jamie for staying with his troops, giving tough odds and going for the kamikaze charge on the crazy dragon lady. Much love to you guys and the MNF and char- chat. Long live Lady Sansa. <laughs> so also we're going to be opening the phone lines back up. We'll get the phone lines for another 20 minutes. So if anyone wants to get in, now yeah, is a I'm good sorry. time to call in. You can't give an MVP to the losing side. Can't. It, like well, it doesn't it, matter. It's just for the losing side. Oh no, come on, Jamie wasn't it? Come on, Jamie. Jamie was definitely an MVP. The losers cannot get MVP. The loser can't get the MVP. Jamie deserves an MVP. The MVP can be a dumb Dothraki. The MVP can be Drogon. The MVP can be Danny. The MVP can be Tyrion. But the MVP cannot be anybody on that Lannister fucking side. They lost. They got their asses fucking handed to them, and nothing anybody did on that field was valuable. 
Braun saved the dead man. Once they fish him out of the water, he's a fucking dead man, right? Come on. Or is he? Or is he? Oh, or he's, he's is he? He's getting put back in the cage. Maybe he gets his other fucking hand cut oh, off. Frank and Dragon budget no, for there is no MVP for the Lannister. Timo says, "Shame on you, Joe. There is no other MVP other than John, Jamie, and Braun." If you mean, uh, I don't even know. I, I can't even think what MVP would stand for in that thing. It's like most vaginal pervert. Most vaginal pervert. What? Masturbating, <laughs> masturbating varies pleasurefully. I don't know. What does MVP I, stand for in your book, Timo? I because like that. It certainly doesn't stand for most valuable player. They're, one of them is fucking drowning. The other one is either drowning, <laughs> drowning. also yeah. or being like plucked, you know, plucked out of the water by Dragon to have a fucking snack. Yeah. Like. Uh, <laughs> so let's take a, let's let's go to the calls right now. Let's uh, go to uh, this call right now. Caller, you're on the air. Are you there? Caller? It could, go to, it could go to Jon Snow, too. Caller, I'm going to put you back on hold, Area Code 111. Let's go to Jay. Let's go to Jay. Let's get Jay back in on the conversation right now. Area Code 202, JSM down. What's going on, Jay? Hey, uh, Joe, there can't be an MVP from the losing side. Do you remember when the Lakers lost the championship in, like, the 1950s and the guy who is the logo of the league right now Still one MVP. Jerry West, baby. Yeah, and then, that was like <laughs> yeah. years so, ago. So, yeah, so the, the, the MVP is of the losing side, but there were four MVPs of the night episode. Jamie, Braun, Aria, because she showed she's like the best fighter in front Oh, sorry, SM. Keep going. He was riding in on a goddamn dragon. Also, a couple other things. I, he's uh, got the paper. I love it. was punished enough by Ramsey. Hello? Hi, you're still on. Yeah, Theon was punished enough by Ramsey. He oh, got his dick cut off. Off. And, uh, Sansa, Sansa also told John about how he didn't kill Rickon and Bran. So I disagree with both of you. Him not killing Theon was actually the right thing to do to me. Mm. No, there no, no, was no. not a reason for him to kill to kill Theon, especially. Hold it, Joe. One second. Talking about he has bigger purposes. Yeah, one second, Joe. Uh, Joe, one second, Jay. Joe, respond to the Theon thing. Yeah, I know Sansa okay, told. Say, I mean, I know one Sansa, second, Jay. I'll put you back on in a second. I know Sansa told John that he didn't. But what I said earlier was that he made him think that he had killed both his brothers. For how long? How long did he go on thinking Theon killed both my brothers? Mm-hmm. That's what I had said earlier. So, and, and listen, if you go and kill my brother, right? And then some fuck in some other state that don't even know me and my fucking brother cut your dick and balls off. That don't have anything to fucking do with me. I'm still going to fucking punish you for what you did to my brother. Go fuck yourself. You were punished by somebody else? What makes you think that fucking matters to me? I don't get any revenge out of that. Fuck that you were punished by somebody else. I'm going to fucking punish you. I am going to make sure you feel the wrath of fucking God spitting from your fucking ass. When I am done with you, you will not have any. Like, I was not only punished by someone else for God knows what, but Joe got his punishment too. Fuck that. No. Theon doesn't doesn't get to punish him for, for that shit. 
Theon was just a psycho. Theon was just having fun. He could care less about whatever Theon did to the Miller's boys or to the Stark boys or fucking anything else. That was all about Theon's own perversion. That wasn't about punishing him for what he did wrong to the Starks. Okay, let's get Jay to respond. No, he was not punished. He has not been punished. I think Jay had one more been. point. Uh, Jay, I'm sorry, I cut you off. What was your last point? I have a bunch more than one more point because now I have to respond to that one, and that was near, and this was near a point that I was going to make. Uh, Joe, the fact that he has his dick cut off doesn't mean that he was punished for what he for doing that. But it means that he was punished in any in the worst way possible. Perfect. Killing him at this point would be a mercy, Joe. Okay, no, that wasn't he kind of wants to die at this one point. One second, Joe. So if you really want to punish him, letting him live is punishment. And seriously, you don't like Bran, so why the fuck are you so mad at Jamie for pushing him out a window? <laughs> also, that was when I did like Bran. I liked Bran back then when he was cute and climbing shit and disobeying his mom. Instead of being a little cripple in the bed. Wow, I can't play anymore. Oh, Jay, Jay, good good stuff right, Jay. I'm keeping you on hold, buddy, to put you back in. Let's go to the live chat for a second. None of that was punishment. Yeah, he lost his dick, and that's a hell of a torture. But not all torture is punishment. Well, the intent behind the torture was not for punishment. Sometimes torture is pleasure, Joe. (laughs) So let's go to the live chat. Oh, we got Carmine. A a wild haunter has appeared. Carmine is in the live chat. Jamie is the MVP. I agree, Carmine. I fucking love Jamie Lannister this whole season. I think the actor has done, like, an exceptional job with the character, and they've given Jamie more shit to do this season than he's had to do in fucking three seasons. Yeah. I love Jamie Lannister this season. A lot of it, but yeah. I mean, whatever you think about him, he's dead. Like, I just think they've, like, given the actor a lot more to do this season. Yes, yes. It's good to see. I like yep. seeing Jamie. Enjoy his story. I just wanted to. Uh, Carmine also adds that Katie Crow isn't a Game of Thrones YouTuber, still hotter than any female Game of Thrones commentator. <laughs> LOL. Oh, to all the ladies who do this content, should, she should start her own channel. She'd go crazy, says Carmine. Car- I agree with Carmine. Dothraki are mostly cavalry, me- cavalry men. Total War video games rule. Oh, fucking. I love Rome Total War, War Carmine. That was a game I played the fucking hell out of love the total war series and uh i would love a game of thrones total war game where you kind of could be different houses but set up in that strategy even if it was just a skin like the total war series basically just doing game of thrones total war i would fucking love if they did that i love that series i think the dothraki horses should get mg3 collectively carmine wants you to marry him or someone wants it someone (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, 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 fucking great. Drogon is MVP. Phil plays Superman 64. They have a mod for that. Oh, they do have a mod for that? That would be fucking amazing. Let's take a few more calls since we're done with the... Re- oh, Carmine from Red Team Review offered us $5 on Super Chat. He is the fucking man. Love Carmine. He's definitely going to try to pop on in here in one of our recaps this season when he has some time. And I think po- possibly... Jo- I think Joe might not be with us after episode 6 recap. So maybe, uh, maybe Carmine might be able to join me. I don't know. Uh, Joe mentioned he might not be here is after episode six. No, oh, not 20. next. Is next week the week you might not be here, or is it the week after? 
It's the week after. I won't know. I, I should be. I'm pretty sure I will be. Yeah, But, but, e- but either way, Car- Carmine will be joining us either during the season or right after the season for kind of like a season rewind podcast and taking your questions and taking some calls and stuff like that. We'll figure it out at some point. But he's been super busy putting on tons of fucking videos. So if you haven't already, definitely subscribe to Red Team Review for some awesome Game of Thrones content this year. Putting out like three videos a week. So definitely subscribe to Red. So he gets a spin of the fucking wheel. Thank you, buddy. He's like, shut up. I don't want to. Don't fucking, don't fucking talk about me. But no, no, he's, he's the fucking best. He's the fucking, seriously, one of the awesome people out there. Now I have to talk about Carmine's favorite character, so Carmine's favorite character is Littlefinger, and I have to talk positively about Littlefinger. I really love Littlefinger's strategy of taking the most powerful person and kissing up to them. I think it's a really awesome fucking strategy. That wasn't convincing. No, it wasn't. It Hard wasn't. I, I love Littlefinger bef- before this season. He was really an awesome character. <laughs> <laughs> but this this season, it seems like he's just getting a, like, wa- Littlefinger on the Green Mile here, <laughs> fucking dogging down the alley. <laughs> we waiting for a Stark to kill me. He's all creep, no substance. Yeah, he so is far. all creep. Like, what's his plan? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but what is Littlefinger's plan? Is he, can we hope that he's working with the White Walkers? Can we, can we just hope that that's his plan? <laughs> That he's on the inside and he doesn't give a fuck about all this and he's he's the Knights Kings. <laughs> Littlefinger Carmine says Littlefinger sucks this season. I don't blame you for trying to say something good about it. I'm trying, Carmine. I'm not feeling Littlefinger this season at all, Katie. I'm just not. Littlefinger is limp finger this season. <laughs> I thought Carmine loved Sam Sam and Gilly. I love See, this is my favorite Gilly season ever. It's, it's better than it has been. Yeah, because she was only in it like once. That's all we yeah. need. This, seriously, this is the best Sam and Gilly stuff we've had ever. It's like it's so perfect. It's like the perfect amount. Yes. Carmine loves Sweet Robin. Uh, yeah, where is Sweet Robin sucking I, on some titties? I wouldn't mind a little more Sweet Robin. Mm-hmm. He's a fun little psycho. Because if Littlefinger was smart, he'd get the fuck out of Winterfell and go to the Vale. And hide in the Vale because these Starks are going to kill you, Littlefinger. You are not long for this world if you stick around Winterfell. You don't know. Dude, like they keep grabbing him up. Is he just, I just don't want to buy that this guy that we followed this whole season that ultimately started the war for the five kings that is so on the inside of everything that him and Varys playing this game yada yada that Sansa's vagina is putting him on tilt. Nope. I don't buy I it. I can't buy that. I, I can't, can't buy it, Katie. I can't. So let's see if area code nine eight five can buy it. Area code nine eight five, can you buy that? Sound, that uh, no, you don't have to talk about that. Area code nine eight five, you're on the air. Hello, guys. It's David, and I had a, I had a question for you. Please. You notice the uh, the, the castle is called Winterfell, right? Where winter falls, and in the books talks about the cold that comes from the crypts, mm-hmm. and they always focus on the crypts. I think it's interesting that when the Boltons had it, it got so cold that Stannis' army was freezing to death. Yeah. The second Sansa yeah. shows up there, and then John shows up there, it kind of chills out for a bit with the winter shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's interesting that, you know, Stark always has to be in Winterfell, so I wonder if it has to do with the bloodline or what's going on. But 
ever since the beginning of season one, they've been dreaming about the crypt and seeing that and everything down there. So I think it's interesting that all the past Starks have statues with weapons and their direwolves in their crypts. I'm kind of hoping that might play into maybe like a anti-Night King or something, but it's pretty cool. But that's my thoughts. We just, you know, discuss it, please. <laughs> no, good, no, good, good. Good, good stuff there with the good stuff with the Winterfell. It's it it is. There's so there's so much to that, and there's I think the power comes to Winterfell now that three Starks are there. I think that's part of that music, that moment as it comes back and builds up, and and I don't know. I think I think most of the battles that are going to happen with the White Walkers, that's kind of like the first outpost of it all. I think when it comes down to it, I think. That seem has to be kind of like the base of operations for the White Walkers, or is Winterfell just going to be overtooken by the White Walkers when they come down? No, no Joe. No. I don't believe so. But that was that was an excellent excellent call. Let's listen to a couple more voice mails here before, and a couple of these voicemails, like I said, I'm going to save for our. Uh, feedback show where Kyle and I are going to be on Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if I don't get to your voicemail or text tonight, we'll definitely be getting to them on Wednesday evening. So let's listen to this call from area code 617. Hey, Phil, this is Karen from Pennsylvania. I got to make uh, just three or four points. Whoa, 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 Pennsylvania? 617? Where, did you used to live in Boston? Sorry, I'm not. I'm talking. I'm having a conversation with the caller. <laughs> Guys, you used to do the Boston six one seven. But hey, here we go. First of all, Jamie could have just thrown the spear like a javelin throw instead of trying to rush Daenerys. He should have eventually thrown the spear. I thought that's what he was going to do. When she's trying to, when she's when she's distracted and trying to get uh get the spear out of Drogon. That's one. Second, Daenerys just burned all the food and the gold. She has the king in the north telling her that winter has come with, you know, winter is coming, winter has come, and she's burning all the food and the gold like she doesn't need it. I know that most of the wagons were in the walls as well. Yeah. This is just a joke, but Davos is saying to John, oh, would mind if I switch sides? Um, he was the one who decided to follow John. John never told him to enter into a service. He, he's acting like John doesn't give the people that that follow him any any uh, choice in the matter, which is what that's all he's done. Um, and the last thing I wanted to point out is I think there's a bit of a continuity error. Um, Mira says that when she's gonna go back, Bran just says thank you, and, um, and she says that just thank you, and then he goes, um. He he's he's just like well I I see so much more now and she's like he, she's like you died in that in that cave well we did see him be normal with Benjen yeah. after they they left the cave so I don't I don't understand this whole thing about um about oh you died in the cave he didn't. Oh. no agreed no it he's was not as gone as as even he is portraying himself yep. to be. Brian says in the chat, I agree, I agree. It's it seems like he died or whatever at that tree. Like when he said, "It's I'm the three eyed raven now. It's time to see what I can do." And from yeah, that he point, spent the next week and a half warg into something and lost himself. Yep. How dare you, sir? I'm from Jersey. I'm loving the Stark reunion. Says analysis. 
Gold is at King's Landing. Hopefully the White Walkers want to kill everyone if John convinced the North to swear fealty to Danny. High Garden is the place that makes all the food, would get people off his wagon shit. Uh, food is for the Lannister army. How dare you, I'm from Pennsylvania. We got some uh, good uh, shit going on in the live chat. Uh, Danny and uh, Davos and John were speaking facts as Timo when they alluded to Masande being Danny's slave now. Uh, good call. Great stuff. So let's take another call. This is also from area code 617. I, hey, so it's Karin from Pennsylvania again. I, 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 this fucking Jamie guy, what the hell? He, he, he <laughs> kills the bad king when he sees that he wants to burn people. He tries to kill Danny when she's burning people. But, oh, he doesn't want to see it when Cersei does it. What the fuck? I, these D&D, these writers, man, they're fucking dumb. Ugh. <laughs> so why didn't Jamie fucking kill Cersei for burning people since everyone else he seems to want to kill that burns someone, Joe? He didn't see that. He didn't witness it. He just saw, like, the aftermath. And anything has anything been really proven that Cersei did that? You know, yes. could have been anyone. Your mother. You know, blah blah blah. But no, I mean, not only did he do that, but like he says to her at one point, "Our son died. Let's talk about that." And she's like, "I ain't talking about that." And like, that's that. Like, Jamie doesn't even put it together. Because of the shit you did, our son died. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He, he just wants to hold on to the last remaining remnant of whatever fantasy he's been living in his whole life, as far as his, as his relationship with you. He is whipped, says Lodi's scholar. Timo says, would you want to believe that it's probably true two different things? Cersei is all Jamie has left. Uh... Hopefully they won't. I'm hoping Jamie has always turned a blind eye, says broke. Let's listen to this message from area code 985. Hey, guys. And Katie. Uh, This is Draven calling from Louisiana again. Had a quick question and a point. Uh, The point is, anybody notice how creepy those faces of the Buero tree look? Like, before they were just cut out, I was waiting for the end thing and started talking to Brand. The second thing is, do you think we actually will see a tree come to life and talk and freak people out? I think it'd be like some crazy acid-inducing, you know, nonsense. But that'd be amazing, you know. What if the children of the forest actually live in the trees, you know, like or come from the trees? Mm. That's just some weird stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna let you go. I'm still enjoying the show. So y'all take it easy. (laughs) I I just think that would be difficult to do, even if they thought that or that was part of. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. I don't think they'll actually do that on the show. Let's take a couple of texts. And as I said, uh, all the voicemails and texts that we did not get to, if you put your voicemail and text in tonight and we did not get to it tonight, Kyle and I will get to it on Wednesday evening. This is from Azimuth Games. Uh, did you wonder why Jamie sunk so far at the edge of the water? Because of his butt. Yes. Fu- fucking golden hand that sunk his ass well, to the... He's, he's well, wearing the armor, but just the depth right in. there, right? Yeah, That's, it makes uh, sense that he sank. It's suddenly that... And all I could think was maybe, like, the... I mean, it, happens. it does happen. There are banks that, that can be that deep right up on the on the shore like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking it was kind of... um. 
even if it wasn't that deep, it certainly may feel that deep if your armor is yeah. pulling you yeah. down. Yeah. And so you're getting this perspective. Not only, yeah, not only are you like being weighed down by all this armor and sinking, but you were just about to kill a queen and a dragon fucking, you know, almost ate you. So now, like, like that's a, a lot of shock in that moment. Maybe yeah. it's the confusion of it all or whatever, but maybe that's more for us as the audience than it was as deep as it, it, it appeared. But it, it, it was a good visual. To me too. If it nothing was a else, good it was a very good visual. And it did convey, I mean, kind of what James Dolan went through in that moment. Now, <laughs> we only have two minutes happen. left on the phone line, so let's take a couple of quick calls. Let's take uh, Jay's final call of the evening. Jay, what's going on? Final, final points uh, for the evening. Okay, fine. I want to y'all. Y'all are being too hard on uh, Daenerys. First of all, burning the food is a strategy. The army needs to eat. If they can't get, if Danny, I mean, if Cersei can't get food to her army, her army's not going to be that effective to her. That's why Sansa was talking about uh, storing all her things with grains so they'd have food, and why Jaime took all the food from the Cassidy Rock thing out of there. So. But when uh, so when they took their ships and they trapped them in there, they would basically they have to abandon the castle, and yeah. So and by the way, uh, Cersei is has a dragon. Of course, she's going to burn people with them. The only thing was that Man. makes her not insane is that she hasn't gone. Oh, let me burn all innocent people. She was burning the Lannister soldiers who were trying Fair. to kill her army. What do you expect her to do? Go, man, I have this dragon right here, and I really should use it. But you know what? I'm going to be stupid and be like Phil and just not burn people. <laughs> because, you know, that, that would be the greatest thing to do with a dragon ever. I should just be so nice and be like, hey, I have a dragon. Why don't you uh, Pet it. bend the knee Pet. because I'm too much of a punk to use it. Pet the dragon. Awesome <laughs> stuff as always, Jay. Thank you so much, buddy. Use the dragon to burn people. And some people will just take that as, uh, <laughs> I love Jay. Like, oh, well, hey, I, I don't want to get burned by the dragon. So, yeah, I'll, I'll bend a knee. But as far as the food supplies go, Jay, still, she laid waste to the fucking Lannisters that were, that were uh, hauling that food. If she doesn't burn it, it's still sitting there. And there's a Dothraki horde that could take it. And bring it back to her island. Yeah, she she was saying she was saying that her army used those supplies. She mentioned earlier in the episode that they needed food. But that's why even the episode is named "The Spoils of War." It starts out with Jamie taking all that gold from Highgarden to go pay this fucking debt, plus whatever they could scrounge before they abandoned uh, Lannisport, and then it ends with this big battle and. Danny doing something very stupid and burning what could be spoils of war. Well, I have to say, though, the, the line was backed up and everything, too. So it may have been inadvertent that those wagons of food may not yeah. necessarily be intermingled and, or whatever. Like, it could have been a right. complete in, inadvertent act. And when, when, uh, when, hot, uh, when, Sammy's daddy and Dickon come up to Bronn and Randall. Jamie, the first, uh, what's that? Tyrell? Tyr Randall Tarly. 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 
one second caller. Most of the wagons and all the gold are are already in the city. So this isn't even like all the supplies. This is just like, you know, the carts that got tied up that were still back, you know, with other troops. This couldn't, this might not even be the food. This could be just weapons and shields with Lannister markings or whatever. Who knows what was in a lot of these, uh, these wagons to begin with. But Charlie does say at the beginning that most of the wagons and the gold are beyond, are already in the city. Yeah. I now, ju- uh, ca- caller, you're on the air right now. Uh, caller, are you there? 90 seconds. I guess not. C- caller, area code uh, 111. Let's, let's end this right now. If anyone has any more conversation they want to get into the discussion, you can always call in at 781-990-8509, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Again, that's 781-990-8509. Leave a message for our feedback show, and we'll take the calls there on Wednesday at 9 p.m. So let's take one more one more voicemail and one more text, and then we'll call it an evening. So let's take area code 919. This is a uh, a uh, longer voice message, but let's play it. Right. That was pretty awesome. I have to say first, that battle was awesome. I liked the direction in some parts. The hashing of people just instantly to just show you how hot the flame was. I thought it was yep. just yeah, that was cool. wow. Beautiful. Pretty fucking awesome. Great. My biggest problem. <laughs> I heard yeah. I mean, minor thing with horses charging into spear walls, uh, whatever. Every movie gets that wrong. I don't care. But why did they wait for so long to pull out the ballista to shoot at <laughs> the dragon? It just didn't make any sense. Like, get- what was that, Joe? I okay. So the the ballista is a secret weapon, mm. right? You don't want Danny to know you have ballistas so that she can prepare for them. So even this ballista was the scorpion or whatever we're calling it was in a a secret wagon tent thing that I'm sure only a few people have seen. Maybe there were there was people talking about it, but I'm not, I'm sure not that many people have been trained on it yet. Maybe a few people that were in that. But yeah, if there was anybody trained for the Scorpion, they should have been unwrapping that shit immediately when they saw that dragon. Yeah, but, if it was, if they had it, yeah, exactly, Joe. If they had it, they brought it. They should have minute the dragon shows up. Obviously, they thought about the dragon showing up, so they should have brought that thing out immediately. Yeah. Right, and, but. True. And, and so, but then that begs the question, you know, you can train, you know, night and day how to use this fucking thing, but when a dragon the size of a fucking football field flies your up, your first dragon you've ever, ever seen, seen you know, that, that's flown over Western. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different so than reality. Oh, yeah. we got, we got King McKay in the live chat right now. King McKay will be joining us on our feedback show after episode five, I believe. Uh, so, uh, not this coming week, but the week after. So I can't wait to talk to King McKay. So lots of love to King McKay and Carmine's other girlfriend. <laughs> and, uh, let's see what's going on here. Oh, dun, 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 oh fuck. So, uh, let's continue here. Let's take uh, one more text message and then we'll call it this yeah, in the well, evening. So let me ask you a question. Do it. Ask me a question before, before we do it. Uh, 
So you're standing in the Lannister army, okay? And let's say you've been through a bunch of battles. Let's say you've been with Tywin's army since uh, since the Moon Men came down from the Rock with Tyrion <laughs> in that first battle, right? Yep. And and you've survived all these things. You you fought Robin, survived and won or lost, and you fought it at at uh, all over the fucking place. You've been in many battles, okay? And and you're one of the guys in this column, and. You hear the screaming, just like Bronn and, and fucking Jamie do. And then these two guys start running down. To arms, to arms, everybody in position. Oh, shit. And so you're like, all right, cool. I've done this before. I'm fine. And even seeing the Dothraki horde come up over. You've been charged by cavalry before. You're fine. You, you've been through that. Okay. Now the dragon shows up. This you have not seen before. So this has you worried. As you a little scared, maybe. A little. A little. A little. We'll just say a little because, you know, you're a hard and battle-tested soldier. Okay. So that has you scared a little. But then this dragon gets whispered his ear. His ear gets whispered into Draconis, right? And this fireball, this not ball, stream of fire. 200 feet, we said in the chat. The dragon goes fucking Godzilla, Joe. Let's say say what happens. The dragon goes fucking Godzilla. Like the 50 people standing next to you, to your left, and Jamie is in the back off to the left going, Hold! Fuck! Hold! No! Hold! What? Bitch, I'm out of here. I Fuck you. If you live and you see me tomorrow, yeah, okay, fine. Sure, I'll die tomorrow. At least that's off. one more fucking day I get to live. God damn, fuck you. I'm out of here that shit and then after its second pass you're still standing there what no no uh-uh papa ain't playing fucking yeah. barbecue Done. today gone drop my spear can... drop my shield rip my fucking helmet off as much of that heavy ass armor as i can and start running and hope that no fucking dothraki runs me down from behind Someone asked, could you make more background noise, Joe, please? Uh, Jamie, our men could need some R&R after the High Garden Siege. Um, what High Garden Siege? We didn't see anything. Uh, I just got your message, Kiyote. I will do that after the show. Sorry, Tom. We love you. Kiyote, Kiyote fucked with you. Half those people should have, like, half that army should have been like, fuck that, yeah. I'm out of here. They you, were even, way too loyal. Braun was like, Jamie, you should get back to the yeah. castle right now. You should not be here for this. This is gonna suck. It's like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Half those fucking soldiers would have thought the hurt. exact same thing. I, like, I can't see them. I can't see them saying me dying a fiery death like Bob just did. He just turned to ash. Or Steve, whose fucking face okay. is still melted to the inside of his Steve. helmet. Oh, I'm Steve! Sinew in his cheeks right now. Poor Let Steve. Me just here for another 10 minutes no i'm fucking out of it i don't care how many people i've fucking killed i am so fucking gone at that point i motherfucker mama didn't raise me to fucking fight no dragons she raised me to stick a sword in someone's belly she raised me to cut the legs out from underneath a fucking horse sure she raised me to fucking stab a little child throw a child out a window while i'm fucking my sister but she did not raise me to be no fucking dragon slayer man fuck that i'm out of here out of there gone Fuck a dragon. I'm leaving. 
Please speculate on what Davos thinks Masande is lying about when they first met. And in this episode, it's pretty clear he thinks she's lying about something. I think he just wants to fuck her. Size of Grey Worms, Pekka? Pekka. Pekka count. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. He's definitely pressing her for something. I think he's just extremely interested in her. Yeah, I think he finds her fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. These soldiers owe the... uh Shireen, because he, like, Shireen was very learned, and Missandei knows lots of languages. She may have been a slave, but she's very educated. Masande is really Mark Sande says says uh says Mike uh five more likes two hundred thank you guys everyone in the live chat onion smell onion smells a spy says Peter Griffin and uh, mini rant alert says Iron Throne mini mini rant alert uh, Timo says as much as I love Theon Jamie is no Theon and he will stay to fight Jamie yeah oh yeah Jamie yeah. has I talked about Daenerys says Jamie also has mega balls. More balls than brains on that boy, but I fucking love him. Yes. So, everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Should we? Should we take? Should we take? Uh, should we take a cup? One more voicemail. Let's take one more voicemail right here. Let's take this one. Dick on, dick on, dick on. Dick on, dick on, dick on. Dick on, 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 dick on. Yes! Use a dick on. Hey, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We gotta play that one again. We gotta play that one. All. Like if Dickon like has it. a kid, he'll yeah. ha he'll name him Dickon also, so you, so the wife can be like, "This is Big Dick and this is Little Dick." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that one needs to be played one more time. I'm sorry. Dickon, 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 Dickon. Yes, dick the dick on. Oh my goodness. I want <laughs> Red wants that to be the official <laughs> podcast song, the song of his podcast. Red, I'll uh, download that and send that to you at some point. Oh, Carmine. On that note, everybody. So no, no, fuck it. I want to take. I want to take a couple more voicemails because I want to keep Katie and Joe. <laughs> on that note, I can't. I can't. Rejuvenated us. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Di the dick on yeah. song. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I uh, fucking sorry. I have to play that one more time because it's amazing. There is power in the dick on. Dick on. Dick on. The callers are amazing tonight, by the way. Dick on. Dick on. Dick on. <laughs> Dick on, 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 dick on
This is from area code 630, by the way, just to give full credit. Dear con, dear con, con. Oh my goodness. You guys are amazing in the call. So let's take one more. Let's take one more call since that wasn't really a question, but it's 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 perfect. So uh here we go. Hey Phil, this is Johnny. I just wanted to add why the hell is this episode so damn short? And I hated how it ended on a damn cliffhanger. Anyway, that was I just wanted to complain about that. <laughs> I was going to actually say something about that. I'm glad you actually brought that up and played that voicemail because I was going to mention that. So this is supposed to be the shortest episode of all episodes of Game of Thrones. Not okay. And not only is that not okay, it started after nine, right? Mm -hmm. And then it ended a good nine or ten minutes before uh -huh. uh, ten. And all I could think is, you have this big battle scene. How much would it have cost to put an extra six minutes of fucking fighting in? Mm -hmm. Come on. Like, it's really... How many more shots is it? How much more? Give it, like, like, loop some more horses running and just, like, give us something. Come on. Uh, Timo says it's supposed to be the only short episode this season, I thought. But do you know what I have to say about it? Dickon, dickon, dickon. <laughs> That's what I got to say about it. It was a good episode. It was short, but it didn't bother me. It was a... I, a lot of shit happened in this episode. I understand that it was short, and... I'm very conscious of time that we're having in Game of Thrones. I feel like even within this, I think they were struggling for things to put in this episode where it comes down to it. They were kind of filling out times because we got the, the, the Daenerys and Masande talking about Grey Worm's penis scene. We got our, our sexual exploit scene. We got the Davos being like, I'm no big city lawyer, but Daenerys got some nice tits scene with Jon Snow. We had those two scenes built in there just to kind of fluff up time. I mean, the the battle could have been longer, I guess, but I think this episode had a good ebb and flow to it. Yeah, even the Theon scene could have been saved maybe for another episode. It was almost just thrown Yeah, in. it was almost like everything, especially the couple times watching this episode, it's like, yada, 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 get me to the battle, get me to the battle at the end. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there was a lot of stuff, but... A lot of stuff that uh, it's inter it's just a kind of a weird episode, but it is an awesome episode and one of the most fun I've had in the Game of Thrones episode. Even though if you spend too much time, you can pick things apart here and there. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna um, recast my MVP vote for the episode. for Jamie Lannister final. Oh, we got J.R. McLaughlin tips. Thank to you for a new visitor. My usual post game show didn't air tonight. I have to check this one out again. Thank you for joining us tonight. When uh, we appreciate you coming over here with uh, your usual one, did not post tonight, but that's awesome. We're lucky to have you tonight, JR. And thank you for the motherfucking tip. Because of that, you get a spin of the wheel. And whatever the wheel lands on is the prize you get. Thank you for joining us tonight. It means a fucking ton to us, dude. So here we go. Let's spin the wheel, motherfucking Junior McLaughlin. That's a good name, too, Junior McLaughlin. Aye, Junior McLaughlin! You fuck! It says, uh, we gotta- Everyone drink, Junior McLaughlin! Junior McLaughlin, here's a toast to you, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we hope you come back sometime. Whether you watch us after your show or the next day, we appreciate you checking in and share your comments. Mm-hmm. So the new MVP for me for tonight goes to 603. 630. 630, 630 is the MVP. Mm, mm. 
Six three zero is the MVP for our for our. And here we go for our. On, dick 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 on. Oh, I, you guys tonight, the calls, it's not just a dick on song. We've got a lot of really awesome voicemails. I see we have two more voicemails left. It's not just a dick on your brain. It's not, it's not just a dick on on my brain. It's not just a dick on on my brain on a Sunday. I'll show you a short episode. Let's go in the live chat for a little while before we call this a live stream. So many awesome stuff. So much, so many awesome friends. Uh, Katie Benson is fucking fantastic, Daniel. Fucking great. This show rocks hands down. Brie, awesome. Game of Thrones is amazing. Fuck Sansa and Dick on Sestimo. Excuse me. Fuck Sansa. JR says I might need to take the next three Mondays off to get drunk for this shit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a plan, JR. We're much funnier drunker. The drunker you are, the funnier we are. I didn't really have. We only had a little booze tonight. Yeah, Joe and Katie aren't really buzzed tonight. I'm the more the drunker one tonight. My my uh I shaved my face and I needed to get all petter ass and drunk tonight. <laughs> hey gee, Katie, you're looking pretty nice over there, Katie. No, <laughs> you didn't get all petter ass, you got all petter prayed. True, very true. So uh Master Miyage says, dick on, right on, left hand. D- dick, dick on, on. <laughs> dick off, dick, dick on. on, dick off, dick on, dick off, says L Christian Coleman. L Christian Coleman, welcome. I, I don't recognize your name, but you dick fucking Dick off the fence. Oh, <laughs> best, best defense, no dick on. <laughs> Fuck the dick on. Great stuff. I like tonight's show, not too wasted. Yeah, Phil's trying to up his creep level to compete, complete with Littlefinger and Bran. It's true. It's true. I try to be more creepy than I probably actually am. But I, I feel creepier shaved. I can't help it. I do feel like, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sneaking into high school dancers. Exactly. I feel like I could like I could, I could creep. I'm I'm a little bit more creepy with the uh, the beard. It shows more my actual age with the big gray Santa Claus beard. And I think it's gonna be fun. By next season of Game of Thrones, this is gonna be the Santa Claus reviews. And I'm gonna be like, ho ho ho, Merry fucking Game of Thrones season. I am skinny Santa Claus. Ho ho ho. Skinny Santa reviews, Katie. Come on, sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> Sweep the dick on, Johnny. Sweep the dick on, Johnny. Sweep it. That was No, I will grow. I will grow it out. I've uh, I I basically shaved because I was running out of shaving cream. So I shaved, and uh, I will just let it grow from now until the end of Game of Thrones season. But uh, but yeah, I like to I I like to occasionally get kind of goofy. 
uh, and shave it all. It's a far different look, as people were saying. Yeah, my uncle Bill, my uncle Phil Beard was on. It's time for for cousin cousin Will. Hi everybody, this is cousin Will. Um, welcome to the after show. If you were here just for Game of Thrones, um, and now might be the time to go. <laughs> no, but everyone. Phil is the only dude who can look 51 week and 17 the next week. Yep. And then 50 the week after. <laughs> then 50. Yeah, literally, you, you guys don't realize how quick this grows. By, ne by the feedback show with Kyle, I'm going to have a fucking beard. I shaved last Sunday, this strip right here. This is how much in this strip has grown back in a week. His would be all fucking Phil, man. Uncle Santa Claus, Phil says, Timo. Uh, Mike says, I like smooth Phil better. I, th I mean, people go, should have left the porn mustache. I think next... The next thing I'm going for is just a porn mustache. <laughs> By the end of the season, I'll just have porny mustache going on. So who likes smooth Phil and who likes rough Phil? Oh, Katie wants the pull. You know, you want the pull? Smooth, smooth <laughs> versus rough Phil. Katie, you like rough Phil. You don't, don't lie. Oh, you, yeah, the no, pole. rough. Absolutely. You like it rough, I don't like you? The yeah. <laughs> Katie already admitted she likes it rough. What's going on? So, uh, Hulk Hogan stash. Give the Hulk Hogan stash. You look better without the beard, says Regina. You say terrible things. We both say, we all say terrible I things. say terrible things. <laughs> Joe says great things. Joe says inspired things, Katie. It's not true. It's not true. I don't believe it. It's not anything. <laughs> So we have a couple more people. Jay left a message. We have 602, 401, and we have a bunch of text messages. I'm going to be saving those for our feedback show. If anyone wants to get in any more calls or questions, get it in for our feedback show. Our feedback show will be this Wednesday at 9 p.m. I will be joined by Kyle's Fucking Chickens or Azora Hype. Uh, he will be joining me at 9 p.m. We'll be on for about an hour or so taking yeah, no, taking live now. questions. And... Uh, <laughs> What was that, Joe? I am a compassionate, tender lover. Okay. So uh, so Heath Hinton <laughs> says, Phil, this is down in Mississippi, man. I've got a question. It seems like everyone's thinking that she's going to hire the Salesforce company or whatever, the Golden Company, and that, uh, that this will leave Danny and Dario second sons as well. I doubt that this, that this uh, makes it over here or even makes it to the West West world uh westeros what is your opinion on that i do think the golden company will show up as part of cersei's out uh army next season but i don't think dario will come back in the story no i i think he's done yeah who's done dario dario i don't think we'll see dario again oh back yeah, over there out. in the essos yeah, yeah I, maybe I, I, next season we're done with maybe there's a tie-in maybe um Word gets back to Danny somehow of the gold company coming over, and maybe he knows the gold company. Holy fuck. Maybe he goes and, and takes them out or something. Holy fuck, we got the Bloody Talker through a 14-hour work shift. Peace, brother. Bloody Talker, thank you so much for your fucking awesomeness. 50 Shades of Joe, says Peter Griffin. I mean, they're, uh, they get so many super chats. Thank you so much for all our super chat donations tonight. You guys are insane. You've been so awesome to us. It makes me want to give you one free, for all the super chat donations tonight, I want to give you guys one free spin of the wheel. So here we go. Here's one free spin, spin the wheel. Join Phil tomorrow while he plays Zelda. You better play Zelda tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I'll be starting tomorrow afternoon sometime and playing some Zelda streaming on the Dirty Issues channel. So if anyone wants to join me over there, 
I'll be doing that, the silent Zelda stream. But here, one stream, one spin of the wheel for all of our Super Chat donations. You guys were amazing tonight, and the live motherfucking chat is the best part of our show. It's not about Joe, Katie, or I, or Carmine, or anyone else that comes in here, or Walking David, or Rorist, or fucking uh, Nick from History Buffs, or any of the ho guests that we have. It's all about the live motherfucking chat that comes in here and fucking shares the awesomeness, so... It's all about Joe's penis. It's all about Joe's penis. No, I'm sorry. Here we go. Let's spin the wheel. It's all about Joe's dick on. There we go. Play it again, Phil. What Dude, is that? I've been here for so long, big boy. You don't want it pulled out already. You don't? I have to make up a song? What the fuck? I have to make up a song? No one wants to hear me make up a song, dude. Do they? Do you want to hear me make up a song? No. Do you want to hear me? Let's listen to the sick. Let's listen to what. Do you want to? It's a stupid song. Yeah, it is. It's, it's fucking shitty. I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Where is, where, did, where is the music? So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. You guys are amazing. We really do appreciate it. And uh, we will be back next week. Joe, you're back next week, right? Yep. Okay. Joe and Katie will be back uh, next week with me. Of Comic Con Sunday uh, after Comic Con in Boston for next week. Then come check us out at, at our booth at Comic Con, Boston Comic Con, popping. Yeah, if anyone goes to the Boston Comic Con, you can go and check out Joe and G4. Yeah, G4 Comics, etc. What it was the what the website is? Yeah, G4 Comic. It, but still, you can check out their booth at the Boston Comic Con and check out that shit. So, we got the best booth. <laughs> Everybody, ooh, my name is Daenerys. Wait, is that it? Is that a, is that the only banana? I was about to like kick in there for like a long fucking song. Wait. One day, I'll burn them all. I take my time with my motherfucking action. Search for the brain with the goddamn traction. Go inside to burn them all. I go to the skyfall, go to the burn them all. She tries to shoot me with an arrow, I dodge that shit. It gets in my shoulder, fuck that shit, clit. I'm burning it all, burn them all. I gotta go back home and shit the fall. Woo! So that's your song, it sucked, but it's okay. It's okay if I make up shitty songs, but at least I hold up my end of the bargain. <laughs> so, no, no, it's okay. So everyone, thank you so much. Please get in your questions, your comments for our feedback show. I'll be on on Wednesday. If I did not get to your voicemail or your text, I will get to it on Wednesday night. I will be with Kyle from at 9 o'clock for probably about an hour. And then I'll be back on, on Friday as well. That's the schedule for this week. And then the following week after that, as I mentioned, I'll have King McKay. And the week after that, I'll have Tony Teflon. And maybe I'll be on a couple of times here and there between that. There might be a Soprano stream this week with Matt coming by. Maybe on uh, on Thursday or Tuesday. We'll have to hear, see about that. But uh, lots more fun coming. So everybody... Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Joe and Katie, have a good night. We'll talk to you guys. Thank you, MSC. Yeah, nice well, you. you guys in the motherfucking chat were amazing tonight. Thank you for all the super chat donations. It's fucking incredible. And uh, let's fucking get out of here.
No, that's not good. Let's hit for brawn for hitting a fucking dragon. Let's go. Let's go out on this. No, 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 no. Take us out. With and the here dick we have. What was that? Out with the dick on. The dick on. Oh yeah, that's true. It's true, Joe. We have to. We have to go out on. We have to go out on Dick on here. Where where is Dick on? Uh, I have to find Dick on. What was it? Three. Put that Dick on, Phil. Was it six three zero? Is that what? Oh no no, it's six three zero. Yeah, here we go. Good night, everybody. Dick on, 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 Dick on. Hey, 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 you that dick on. Hey, no, that was